0: You are listening to an all-games radio network broadcast of allgames.com.
1: Hi, this is Normie from Knuckleballer Radio and ZombieCast, and you're listening to one of my favorite shows on the Geeky Antics Network. Don't forget to check out the rest of the gang over at GeekyAntics.net. Warning, there might be rants and food ahead and possibly inappropriate behavior. Don't tell anybody, though.
0: Put that coffee down.
2: Calling all film fans want to add a little more fun to your podcast diet. Well, why not listen to the 365 Fix podcast, where the lads from Smallville, UK... We love to bring you the latest news, our own special brand of meaningless movie nonsense, as well as a bunch of top fives you really won't care about. I'm Kev. I'm Chris. We're Pissy. We're fanboys. We're having another beer. We're the 365 Flicks Podcast. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, iTunes, Podomatic, and many, many others.
0: Also look for us on
2: musingsofageek.com and wickedradionetwork.com. Sick of listening to all those overpaid movie critics? Then tune in to the 365 Flicks Podcast, your vocal heroes of pissy opinion. gamers and ninja robots and robots that are not ninjas this is horseplay live today is thursday november 24th two thousand sixteen. 16 happy thanksgiving everybody yes happy thanksgiving that's right it is that day and in uh less than two hours actually less than an hour a little over an hour yeah ten fifty five p.m eastern here on the east coast the best coast of the rhyme and yeah, of the united states yeah yeah that's what i like to think yeah, and I got the food iris, I'm gonna be stumbling for the word, you know what I'm saying. Okay. We got, uh, Tiger Claw in the chat already, King Dean. They have survived the food coma, I'm struggling with the iris, but I'm gonna make it through. And in this episode, this episode, we're gonna tentatively title it, The Sang-Giving Show for you. The Sang-Giving Show for you. The show. This is the way uh, a lot of Spanish people I know that I speak. Who my mom, instead of saying show, they go, Cho. Thanksgiving, they go sangibing. Sangibing? Hey, to Oh si, sí, qué bueno. <laughs> and of course they're saying you they go Jew. They calling me a Jew. It's kinda racist. <laughs> <laughs> ah, nothing nothing there's anything wrong with her Jewish friends. I definitely have the beard to pull it off. She's probably switch the the overlay. There you go. Camera, camera tonight. And I'm solo. All kinds of things are are crazy. Things are not what they seem. It's black and white. My camera is going to shit, but you know, it works. Quality is good at least. Frame rate, you know, high resolution, you know, HD and all that. Not getting any frame drops. Knock on wood. I wouldn't knock on wood, but I might end up, uh, scaring the kitty that's sleeping on my desk right now. (laughs) She got, she got tired from following the, the mouse pointer around. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, get to the story, man. I wanna, in lieu of the fact that it, uh, it's Thanksgiving here in the United States, the U.S. of A, depending on who you ask, the A can mean anything. <laughs> I love our country, I really do. I'm not going to get into the post-election rant and all the ugliness we've been seeing on social media. It's a happy day, it's a day to be thankful. But I do got to say, this is a PSA, a public service announcement, uh, 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 a um, the more you know moment, if you will. And it's about tinfoil. Now there's a common belief that tin foil has or aluminum foil or aluminium if you're in Europe has two sides, the shiny side and the matte side, the dull side, which is true. But this uh but people believe that they serve a different purpose. Now that's really only true in for non-stick foil. The matte or the dull side is the side that you want the food to face or you want to you want that side the dull side to be touching the food because non stick. You don't want stuff sticking to your, you know, foil or whatever. Um but with regular aluminum foil, there is no difference. The only difference is the shiny side, and this comes straight from Reynolds Company, the major brand of aluminum foil. Their engineer said the only reason it comes out that way is because when they, it goes through processing, it's a manufacturing process, the rollers contact, make contact with one side, and that's the side that comes out shiny. That's it! Cause they got onto a whole, into a whole uh, debate with this uh, today, with my significant other, who likes to argue over silly things, and makes every holiday fun. And I love it to death. You know, it's pro- I, I, I'm not complaining. I, I really ain't. Those, those kind of shenanigans that uh, keep things interesting, the, the silly things that we debate... It is, not just the internet. It happens IRL, folks. Deem says he passed the fuck out at the in-laws. He's about to make his tur- a turkey stuffing and cranberry sauce sandwich with mayo and sriracha. Oh, God, I'm stuffed. I just had a piece of cherry pie, and then I saw some cum- pumpkin pie, and I think I saw pecan pie, and I was like, ooh, I really want those. I mean, I still am team cake, but uh these are good pies, so I'll definitely go for a good pie. But, man... I don't know if I have room for it. Like, I, usually, during this show, I drink a beer. But tonight, I'm just keeping it simple. I got a little, a small can of sun-kissed grape. And I'm nursing this. Okay, I can't do a tall glass of beer, a tall can of beer right now. Oh man, that, that'll send me over the edge. But I hope, uh, everyone had a, a great Thanksgiving and enjoying the holiday week. Uh, now the kids are home from school and families coming over. It's chaotic and it's easy to, to get a little crazy. But uh, appreciate it for what it is and rare opportunities that that are afforded to us. You never know, you know, t- we take these things for granted, but you never know and you may not have your loved ones any anymore. Not to get sad, not to get sad, but you know, so you have to think about that. Put that way in your heart. So don't let petty arguments, you know, little spats get in the way of otherwise great relationships. Uh, in fact, King Deem, uh, you know personally, uh, we have a common friend who holds grudges over things. And he's one of those people that will... Say that he's over it and he, you know, oh, I don't got time for that kind of negativity in my, in my life. I'm I'm just gonna cut people like that out because, you know, I don't wanna be reminded of that kind of stuff. But he's the one that always brings up the beef. It's like, ah, well, you're kinda of the one that keeps rehashing it, so you're part of the problem. You gotta, in those situations, you gotta be the better person. And you can't be like, well, they gotta apologize first, well, they gotta do this first, but they, well, you know, me halfway. Or, or more than, you might have to go further than halfway. And then the other person will reciprocate, but. Yeah, petty stuff like that. Who's got time for that? My phone. Oh, I thought my phone I thought I heard my phone vibrate. That was weird. Now, I get, now I'm, uh, freaking hallucinating. You know, it was so bad that, uh, I've been up, I've been up since like five in the morning, and I went to bed on uh, three. I tried to go to bed early last night. It didn't work out that way. We were playing a division. Uh, and I made a concerted effort to get, hop off. But even with that, forget it. Uh, it was like, you know, when you're anticipating something you're, in your head, you think about all the stuff you gotta do. And we had at least 15 dishes that we had to cook, up, prep, and cook from scratch, or at least reheat on top of the turkey that's going all day. And, yeah, cause my wife insists on the slow cooking method, but then she wants to do the high heat at the end. Which you, you gotta commit to one or the other. All right, when you cook a turkey, you know, especially a big bird, you're either gonna cook it on a low temperature, you know, 300, maybe 250 for several hours, alright, like maybe you want to smoke it, uh, you could do that, and then for the rest of it, put foil over it, uh, you usually want to keep foil for the most part, to uh, trap the juices in, you don't want to necessarily steam it, you want to have this have some kind of ventilation, cause steamed turkey, you probably don't want that, Ugh. but, you don't want those juices to just disappear, and evaporate, A turkey tends to be dry, anywho, turkey was delicious this year, Rather dry. Somehow, I got blamed for that. Well, went, look, you know, we got up early. We should have just came up, stuck to one plan. Not, you know, keep turning up the heat. Cause that's her thing. is as I turn the heat up gradually, every hour or two, and I'm like, yeah, well, not so much. Because if if you do that, you got to keep basting it constantly, and you're preparing a bunch of other stuff, and cleaning, and people are coming over. Yeah, it's been madness. I kept meaning to hop on Xbox Live and jam with the guys. Um, keep looking in the chat but no one's even talking. But anyway, look at you guys. I haven't been on a webcam much lately, so I'm not used to it. But you know, I kept meaning to get hop on hop on, and get hop Xbox Live and it didn't quite work out. <laughs> so hopefully we'll get the fix going. See who actually survived Thanksgiving. I didn't even get to really watch football today either. i have just been busy having conversation, you know. Kind of disconnected from video games and technology. Who would have thought? The day has just gone by quickly. It's was, it was good, though. It's good to have that change of pace. There's some stressful moments, but it's good to disconnect, unplug every now and then. And I went on such a tangent. I think there was something else I was going to say, and that's that's lost now. We'll never know. I do want to do a quick plug here. Make sure you visit our sponsor, The uh, Puppet Farm. And they have a they have a great show over on YouTube and the website puppet farm. That's http colon forward slash forward slash puppet farm. Not puppet dot com, not puppet dot net, puppet dot farm. You check out Trumpty Dumpty. I know people are probably sick of hearing about the election and Donald Trump. But this is funny. This will cheer you up. They do have a holiday themed show coming. Uh it might be delayed. There's a lot of stuff going on. you know, holidays keep everybody busy, but uh I'm going to try to get that out as soon as possible, uh, and we'll be amongst the first, uh, the first to know about the, uh, latest... What are you doing, kitty? You're so cute. She's just stretching, and then just, as she stretches, as she sleeps, she's just pulling stuff towards her. Yeah, you're a kitty pie. Mm-hmm, I love you. I need, the uh, the desk can, like an overhead can, so you can see the mess on my desk, and, uh, kitty. Kitty cat. Yeah, I'm, uh, I turn into a total, uh, puss when I... Talk to my cats. They like get into the b- baby talk. Like, even the toughest guy to see a baby is like, oh goo Gaga. Uh, who's to cute baby to be tough? All of a sudden we start speaking gibberish. <laughs> uh the things we do for people we love. Um what else? What else? I'm trying to think what else we're going It's kinda like the SNL monologue. Except not, we're not Quite as quality as SNL, and I'm no Dave Chappelle. But speaking of Dave Chappelle, he, he came back after what, over a decade of not doing any stand-up, or um or um, no shows, no TV show, I mean no appearances, nothing really. I think maybe he did a couple of interviews, but he was, uh, kind of in hermit mode. Cause he could afford to disconnect, right? I don't blame him. And, uh, he did a resurgence on SNL, and I know, Maybe his publicist also works with a Tribe Called Quest. You know, there might be some kind of, like, connection there. And then he decided to do it because they were going to be on the show. But, uh, Tribe Called Quest, they're back. Uh, minus, uh, Dog, of course. Um, and we talked about this, you know, he passed away back in March. And, uh, tragic loss because, I mean, if you're a music fan, especially if you're a hip-hop fan, to me, Tribe Called Quest is easily top, top ten Greatest of all time, if not top five. Um I mean they had those jazz rhythms and just the lyricism, the the yin and yang between between Q tip and because Q tip had more of the mellow voice. Q tip was a little more high pitch. Um, you know, I c I kinda now seen the, the the group perform live and they have to kinda play the recordings of Fife, you know, uh to kinda make it virtually like he's there it just finally hit me at like, what a tragic loss it is. And, you know, they had so much beef, and that's kind of why I was talking about, like, don't let, you know, misunderstandings and, and, and petty things get in the way. I mean, I remember one time Tribe Court Quest did a live show, and then they broke up. I mean, they broke up a few times since, uh I think, 98 was their last major um collab, you know, album. And I think at that point, Q-Tip did his own thing. I think Q-Tip's ego kind of... ...got too big, people were probably p- putting a bug in his ear like, oh, you're really the g- heart of the group. And if I felt like he was the heart of the group, um, you know, and that's the kind of drama you expect in any kind of organization, any kind of, you know, collabo. Certainly in family, there's always drama because, you know, in a in family especially, you don't want to keep score, but everybody does, deep down inside. So it's one of those weird things where when you do some, something for someone you love, you know, you do things for the people you love... You go the extra mile for them. You don't want to keep reminding them of it and you don't have a scoreboard. But there's a certain breaking point when you're finally, finally get to that point where you're just like, okay, well, I feel like I'm doing all this and I'm not getting any kind of reciprocation. And that's kind of what was going on with Tribe Called Quest and, but one of the beef, one of the beefs they had it was so silly. It was, it was all because, uh, they did a show and they had a new track that they hadn't performed live yet. And, uh, what's his name? Shahid Mohammed, I believe. They're a DJ, they're slash MC. Um, decided to just randomly play it at the end of the set. And they had performing, they had been performing for over an hour. So, of course, they're exhausted. Right? Because they're dancing and they're spitting the rhymes. I mean, it's, it's a lot of work. And they start freestyling to it. And everything goes well. But, apparently, Fife was really getting into this flow. And he, he was clearly still going. And Q-Tip cut him off. You know, and... You know, in, in the hip-hop world, you know, uh, someone's spitting rhymes, you cut them off, it's disrespectful, right? You know, you see these rap battles, you let the person do their thing, and then wait for your turn. It's like, uh, the rules of engagement. <laughs> you know, uh, urban logic, you know. Someone has graffiti, you don't tag over it. That's disrespectful, that's beef. But it got blown out of proportion, and then they fell off, and really, Q-Tips solo stuff was great. Five solo stuff was great. But it wasn't amazing, like Tribe Call Quest. So, the new song they have is called We the People. It's very politically charged, very emotional. Uh, I wanna pick up this album. I've been watching the videos. I, I gotta watch the whole Michael Rappaport documentary that he came out, and he came out with in 2011, I think it was, 2012. Uh, I think it's called Beats, Rhymes, and Rhythm. It's a, the story of Tribe Call Quest. Apparently, when, uh, they premiered that in the Sundance music festival. The fight broke down. Like at first he was like, Oh, I loved it. I love to see how everybody reacts to it. It's so so good great to feel that love and then people asked, like, you know, someone in the audience asked, Oh, well, why did you allow this to come out, you know, when you guys are when the band is in a bad place right now and he broke down crying. He's like, I I wish Q tip was here to see all the love that we have. You guys don't you guys just don't know it. You know, like one of those things where he just couldn't get his words out. He just minced, minced words and just sort of small snippets of ideas. So, you know, there's so much passion there. And whatever, the, whatever, wherever this passion is going to be, the bad side of passion is sometimes that, that rage and that angst and that depression that sets in. Because there's just so much energy there. You just got to make sure it's channeled properly. And uh I guess all the greats suffer that. No matter what space you're in, but definitely if you're an artist of any kind, it's not an easy thing. You know, it's that hard balancing act of doing your life's work, being creative, you know, and still being able to entertain. And then it's the business side of that. And those pursuits often take you in different directions. It's hard to balance that and also maintain those relationships. So you rarely see bands stick together very long. They might have reunion tours, but the differences are sometimes too strong. Guns N' Roses comes to, m- to mind. Not that I'm saying Guns N' Roses is as great as Tropical Quest, but they are a guilty pleasure of mine. So, there you go, some reflections. And, uh, and Schmunkin is drunk right now. She's doing that thing where her head is falling down. like She's fighting it. Like, you know, uh, huh? Huh? What? 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 Huh, what? <laughs> You're gonna knock this soda off my desk, dude. Ah! I know, it's good. Is that cold? Is that cold on your booty? you're just taking up so much space right now I need a bigger desk <laughs> bigger desk and a good uh, computer chair so I have figured it out, I am solo tonight so this won't be a very long show uh, keeping it free flowing but I do want to recommend that you join us on our Facebook group our Facebook groups uh, and our Facebook page, two different things so we got the Facebook page, more news stuff more serious stuff we got the fun stuff too and then we got the more community driven stuff on the groups just look us up Geeky Antics, uh, Facebook.com for us, Geeky Antics, the page. And then we got the Geeky Antics Xbox and PC gaming community. And we also have the sports, fantasy sports and theory craft group, which for everything fantasy sports or theory crafting, just sports period. Well kitty, look what you did. Uh oh, she knocked the pen off and then she goes after it. Alright, good job, good luck. <laughs> <laughs> ah kitty, you're so crazy kitty. Um... Yeah, we'll be probably doing some gaming after the show. Uh, Obi also wanted me to plug one of his, uh, esports team members, Zenric. Uh, go visit him at twitch.tv forward slash xen as in Nancy R-I-I-C. Zenric. like that spelling. Uh, it's just the tonight in the show, folks, if you're wondering. We are gonna keep it short, more than likely, cause food coma and I'm doing this solo probably won't be a very good form- combination. We're skipping NFL talk for sure. Let's talk video games. Uh I might talk a little bit of uh, might do a little WWBW. If you don't know what that means, it's what we've been watching. Uh talk about some of the TV shows we've been watching. And if you didn't if you didn't know, we do this show live on twitch.tv forward slash Of course you're watching on YouTube probably right now. We also have the audio podcast feeds on iTunes, Player FM, TuneIn Radio, Stitcher. Google Play, I mean, we're everywhere. We all. We also play on allgames.com. All Games Radio Network, the folks that started G4TV, the pioneers of the industry. Everybody talk about IGN and Giant Bomb and all those folks, but All Games was doing it just as long and not longer than all those people. So make sure you give some love to our All Games family, allgames.com. But if you're new to the show, folks, this is What's Play Live, and you are now part of the gang. That's right, you're part of the gang. What's the gang? Geeky Antics Network Global. It's the, the gang is basically what we lovingly call our community here at Geeky Antics. Uh, you know, hashtag Geeky Tonight, hashtag Potter and Family, hashtag, hashtag Top Star Esports, hashtag Strong Style Gaming, hashtag My Dick. What? Did I write that in there? Oh, I caught myself with that. Damn. Folks, this show is about you. Yes, you. The awesome geeks, gamers, and content creators that help us give a voice to the little guys and bring out the the new things to shake things up. You know, the folks that are shaking and moving, not just their booties, but just doing great things. They're just doing amazing things. Things worth talking about. And, folks, Horseplay Play Live is where geeks come to play. And we are the flagship talk radio show for the Geeky Network in collaboration with AllGames.com, games.com, Tangent Bound Network, tuning Radio, We Be Geeks, Stitcher and more. Yeah, we got some good stuff going. Speaking of which I gotta reach out to the folks at We Be Geeks. We're supposed to be working on some collabs. and uh this show right here covers all aspects of geek culture. It's especially special focus on indie and strategy games, technology, rants, issues geeks face, community events. You know we haven't been doing enough indie strategy games recently or even retro or you know let me we do talk tabletop and retro gaming but you know we gotta spread the love we definitely do a lot of food talk that's definitely a big part of this show and uh, another thing you should know we are live and uncut we're a late night show so crazy things can and will happen and the number one thing i would say is just go with it we're just having fun it's comedy you can't really be pleasant and G rated and be a good comedian or a good comedy platform. And I think that's what we are first and foremost. You know, we're the comedy, then we have hobbies slash video games, you know, all that kind of stuff, but like entertainment, you know, movies and film, TV and film, whatever. We're number one comedy first, but we're just having fun, we're having a good time, we speak from the heart, and we're just raw and greedy with it, we're not just trying to be controversial, but let we just let it flow, and, you know, we say sometimes the things that people don't want to say, because they're worried about the PC police, everybody's too concerned about what people think, just be honest, they'll just, you know, try to kiss babies, and shake hands, and play it safe, and, you know, it's so boring, have fun, be yourself, it can't be you, and, what's the point, you know, you know what I mean, man, yeah, you know what I mean, so... Hope that you enjoy the show. And stick along with us. Uh, and don't forget, Horseplay Live is every Thursday at 11 p.m. Eastern, 8 p.m. Pacific, 4 a.m. GMT on Twitch channel Geeky Antics, as I said earlier. Oh, uh, I also, I usually simulcast that on my channel, personal channel, uh, YogiZilla. That's TV forward slash YogiZilla. Um, and that's basically there for the folks to have a crappy connection or our mobile devices, so we don't eat through your data. And Horseplay Replay is also available early on uh, Thursdays at 5 p.m. Eastern on the network that started it all. You know, All Games Radio Network. You know, I, I said that before. That's right. They're the big players, yo. So we got some news. And then, uh, like I said, I'm really fighting the iris, So we'll probably just do a little, little bit of news. And I'm just to talk about what we've been playing. And we'll cu- it'll probably cut it right there. Maybe even talk about what I've been watching. We'll see. We'll see. And probably pick up where we left off next week. Uh, and by the way, the, by then... NFL fantasy football playoffs should be started. No, week twelve this week, week thirteen, and then most leagues started on week fourteen and then fifteen and sixteen. Yeah, it's usually how it goes. So, folks, obligatory news and rants. Ding! That's, that's, look at this! What a great transition, right? Folks, folks, StarCraft Two Pro League has shut down. So, no more esports scene for StarCraft Two. At least not on a global level, and I'm sure there'll still be tournaments and stuff, but, uh, Blizzard is moving on to other scenes, and, uh, eSports is moving on, This is kinda sad, cause I had hoped that StarCraft 2 could, could get enough love to develop into other things, if, he, if the eSports moves on, I have to wonder if that means it's not gonna be... Ne- New content, it's particularly particularly from the community. Um, Warcraft 3 was amazing because it had such a great competitive scene. And then people kept creating all these mods for it. Naruto Wars, uh, Footy Wars, Workboro, uh, Tower Defense, Mafrazzo, um, Ryoko uh, D- Tower Defense, Silent Hill Experience, uh, Final Fantasy Open RPG, um, Gosh, uh, Jurassic Park. Night of the Living Dead, Survival. I mean, the list goes on. And of course, the one we can't forget. Dota, Defense of the Ancients. Which ultimately turned into Dota All-Stars. And and then from there, evolved into Dota 2 as a standalone game. So pretty much, a lot of great things we see today would not be if, if it weren't for that mod community in Warcraft 3. A little known game that came out circa 2001, 72? And it's still kind of going. In fact, uh... I know they imported a lot of the assets from Warcraft 3 to Starcraft 2. Where are you going, kitty? She was just rubbing on my feet. It was Okay, she moved. So, uh yeah, you know, the eSports scene, you know, competitive gaming used to mean very nerdy things, right? Like real-time strategies and a lot of numbers crunching. And silly stuff like that. Now it's shooters and MOBAs, which are more action-oriented and less about numbers crunching and APM and all that silly stuff. Um, <laughs> not to downplay that, but, you know, that's ca- a lot of these old esports scenes used to just basically be about numbers crunching. You know, the, it came out to the math. Who's got better maths, yo? beat a hat in the house. What's up? How was your Thanksgiving, bro? You at work Are you home? <laughs> Might need a co-pilot. I mean, this is going to be a short show, but it'd be nice to have one person, uh, another voice besides my own. If want to pop into the Discord. i got a cat playing with my finger. What you doing, kitty? Um, so yeah, moving on. EA has confirmed that there will be more Titanfall in the future, uh, in spite of their <laughs> underperforming sales numbers. They've sold millions of copies, but they were expecting $9, million, 9 million in sales. Now they lowered the projections to 6 million. Oh, whoop-de-doo. I think they're gonna be fine, uh, with all the Black Friday sales and people getting Christmas presents. You know, you know what I'm saying? Hey, if you wanna jump in, yeah. 10 minutes sounds good. Probably gonna be on for another 20-30 minutes, so that'd be perfect. Uh, trying to keep the show. I'm trying, I'm fighting the itis really hard, man. <laughs> so, I'm happy about that, cause I think Titanfall 2 is the best, uh, shooter that's been released. What are you doing, kitty? Oh. <laughs> i'm like what am i touching right now she's cleaning herself and she's got like her leg up in the air and i'm touching her toe like what is this <laughs> but you know cats still yeah, i know i always get into this and i'm, I'm crazy but i know i am but this fascinates me this is the concept of them just taking a bath bathroom can you imagine a human being just like randomly just taking a bath like hey don't mind me just so casually about it right it's great they're just so free lucky. I just want to get naked and just start washing my balls, you know, just because ah, I feel a little musty. there we go, we're good. You know, oh, my armpits are not too fresh. do 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 you know, why not? <laughs> um, back to the Titanfall stuff. Respawn Entertainment's Vincent Zampella, you know, one of the uh, OGs of Call of Duty, uh, really, he's the guy that made Call of Duty, you know, one, well, one of the guys that made Call of Duty what it is, uh, you know, he was behind the best moder- the best Call of Duty, in my opinion, Modern Warfare 2. And you could definitely see that Call of Duty flavor in Titanfall Two. Like I think Titanfall Two is going in the direction that Call of Duty was heading in before it became full of suck and cheaters. <laughs> yeah, yeah, cool, I said it earlier. My my uh, webcam's messed up. So I would love to say it was deliberate, the black and white. But nope. But it's better than nothing, I guess, right? <laughs> uh, okay, so let's check real quick. But anyway, um, what else? What else? What else? What else? So. They're basically, they're making it seem like, even though, um Respawn hasn't confirmed there'll be more Titanfall's in the future, EA seems to be committed to it. I don't think they're gonna let them go anywhere. So I think there at, at least will be a Titanfall 3. And I'm guessing there's gonna be a steady flow of content for Titanfall 2. They'll treat it like a platform in itself. Um the nice thing is that they got, uh, all the free maps that are coming out for Titanfall 2. And that's See, that's the way to go. We went from last generation, the, they were trying to push the online pass crap, and EA was particularly notorious for that. Because you know, they didn't want people buying used games, because they messed up their sales numbers, right? And now, you know, he had DLCs for everything, season passes for everything. Now we're going back to where it should, it used to be, and where it should be, where there's value added, because it's it's become competitive again, and people are realizing, hey, I mean, we can't keep nickel and diamond customers; they won't buy our games. That's right. Hook, get people addicted. Let them. Play the game, give them something to enjoy, give them a great core product, and then they'll wanna soup up, you know, they wanna poop, pimp their ride, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, they'll buy the sexy sports car, and man, this thing drives well, it looks sexy, I like the stereo in there, but I wanna, I wanna pimp it out now, let me add some extra cup holders, and get some rims, Then then, that's just some microtransactions, but you give them a great core product. If you give them a shitty, you know, shitty car, you know, Can't really do shit with it. It's like, oh, but if you want, you know, you want to hit a 100 miles per hour or more, you know, we can sell you an upgrade for that. Oh, do you want a stereo? Oh, okay, uh, yeah, well, we get a DLC for that, too. Yeah, yeah, we got you. (laughs) Titanfall is amazing. And, uh, I was going to leave this for the deals for Cheap Bastards, but you could get, uh, Titanfall 2 and Battlefield 1 Deluxe, both of the games, full versions with all the DLC, all the, the season pass, all that crap, for 75 bucks, so basically, you get them for half off, more or less. Cause they're usually 149 99 and it's actually more than 50% off. Wait, I can't do math right now, I love that. It's about, it's about 50% off, so instead of $150, you are paying 75 bucks. Yeah, it's 50%. Good lord. Plus tax, you yeah, gotta c- consider that too. It's a great deal though. Uh, some people are like, damn, I should've waited for this deal, but, you know, it happens. They're really trying to gun for, uh, Call of Duty with the double header. So now they're selling Titanfall 2 and, uh, Battlefield as a, as a package deal. It's smart. It's smart. People that were on the fence, if they have to think about it now, like, I don't know. 75 bucks for $150 worth of content. It's a good deal. It's a pretty sweet deal.
1: Mm-hmm. Ah, so good.
2: So yeah, I love Titanfall 2. Even though I'm, uh, more of a tactical shooter kind of guy. I'm more of a boots on the ground kind of guy. It's just the way the game plays, it's so smooth, so seamless. The way you navigate the the the, the environments and the gunplay and the animations, everything is just, dare I say, flawless. I played the new Call of Duties and it just feels so off, you know? The last one I really enjoyed before all the cheaters ruined it, it was probably Black Ops 2. And even that I was like, "Yes," eh, all this silliness now, dolphin diving, drop shotting, it's less about tactics and more about shenanigans, you know. So now Titanfall 2 has gone balls to the wall with the shenanigans, but it does it right. I don't know, it, and it, the hit detection is on point, all the weapons are significant, you know, Call of Duty, there's so many throwaway weapons, it's like, ultimately everybody's running the same guns, the same loadouts, it's whack. You see so much variety in Titanfall 2. People running different tight ends and different loadouts. It's great, you know? And I'm not that good in these uh, fast-paced, Switch kind of shooters. But I hold my own in Titanfall 2. It's, it's competitive by design. Um, it eases the new, new players in. And the dedicated players can attain some level of mastery. It's a good balance. They did a good job. And you feel like you're constantly progressing, you know? That's another thing. Um, so another game... That I want to talk about. Alright. I I'm to talk about a company that I think doesn't get enough love and a few of their games actually. First off, Rainbow Six Siege because we just got Operation Red Crow. Talked about a little bit last week in episode 153. Wars Play Live. This show that you're listening to right now if you didn't catch on. And now they got another update just a few days ago that addresses, uh, just a little, it's like an incremental, little supplemental, uh, update. A little patch, a little swizzle swazzle. To address some of the bugs and exploits that were going on. They're constantly... What are you doing, kitty? What are you doing? Oh, no, that's mine. You cannot have my headphone cord. See, so I'm like moving the cord around and she's trying to get it. No, no, kitty, no. Um. So, yeah. And uh, one of the things they did, because I didn't catch this when they rolled out the Season 4 update for Siege. I feel they did this with the incremental. They disabled kick vote, or vote kick, whatever you want to call it, in ranked. Thank God. Yes. I saw, like, I I say yes. I saw that. And the patch was like, yes. I have been asking for this in the forums. I've been tweeting them, caught, emailing them everywhere I could. I'm like, look, this voting to kick stuff, there's no benefit to it. There really isn't. The people that vote to kick players are usually trolling, they're raging. You know, they just want to punish the guy for having a bad round or going AFK around. But get, you know, this is the thing. You kick someone at ranked, that person's out of the match, they can't come back in, they can't play the game for 15 minutes, so that fucks them over, and you are guaranteed to be playing down a person. Guaranteed. Alright, so some, someone might, their counter argument might be, what about their team killing? Well, if they're team killing, that's the exception, except, you know what, you don't need to vote to kick them, because when they team kill, the game automatically kicks them, and there's an escalating punishment for that. So, it's pointless. Though there are some issues with the automatic kicking that they need to address, but the, the, the voting to kick, there was so much trolling. I have been in in ranked games where there were people, two or three people together voting to kick other players out just because they could. Just trolling. Oh, let's just, let's just play all down two or three guys. We could win this by ourselves. Stupid, what? Do you not have anything better to do? Seriously? It's like, it's like a football team just saying, "Let's just fire all our quarterbacks. We don't need a quarterback. We can just toss the ball to ourselves. Fuck it, right? Yeah, why not? Oh, kicker, we don't need that either. I'll kick it. Let's have the running back kick the ball. Yeah, yeah, he doesn't have any training, but why not? We're that good. Ah, the arrogance to tell you. By the way, uh, speaking of Rainbow Six Siege, December first is the last day you can get in on the uh, Year One Season Pass. So make sure you jump on that. If you want to get those spiffy, limited edition skins, apparently that's the only... D- if you don't get it now, you won't be able to ever get those awesome uniforms. So if you want that cool unicorn hat or, you know, the the brony tail, better jump on it, son. Those are not really oh, yeah. things, but it should be. <laughs> yeah, sign me up for that. <laughs> yeah, who wouldn't want that, right? Yeah. What's up, bro?
0: I miss you. Not much. Yo, it's been, it's been quite a while, Yogi. It's been quite a while.
2: I was beginning to feel unloved, man. I was like, man, Taylor oh, been... doesn't send me postcards. He doesn't send me dick pics anymore. What's up, man? I thought yeah, we were cool. Shit's
0: been shit's been crazy, man. It's been a <laughs> whole lot of just life. But yeah. I feel yeah.
2: I feel ya. I've had those moments too. I mean I had like I think you remember like a few months ago, I wasn't even gaming at all. So all the conversations were about like life and uh T V shows. It's kinda boring. <laughs> I was like, Damn, I haven't really been gaming. <laughs>
0: I played Super Mario Maker for 20 minutes today, and I played Salt and Sanctuary for half an hour on a plane ride from Disney this past week, and that's all I've done in the last, like, since I streamed last. No Hearthstone? I didn't have internet access on the plane, and I haven't touched the mobile because my data cap, I've been right up against it for the last three weeks, so. Ah, data caps. Because I went to Disney. Oh, it's my mobile data cap. I mean, I'm fine with cell phones having data caps. It makes sense.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, mobile but, is fine, but yeah, local I a, internet, broadband. Hmm. That's bullshit. Yeah. They finally yeah. upped my cap, by the way. Oh, did they? Yeah, after arguing the, with them for about a year, and they kept telling me, "You're you, like, I'm basically, you're using the internet wrong. Like, 300 gigs is more than enough, you know? Like, Yeah, you could, you know, you know how many web pages you could load with 300 gigs? You could download so many pictures and access all the bulletin boards, uh, all the Usenet groups you want. Uh, you could send so many emails. You, you, there's no way you could, you could reach that cat. Like, yeah, uh, sure. If we went back to 1995, sure.
0: Let's stream one 4K episode of House of Cards and there goes your cat.
2: Yeah. 4K. We are so not ready for 4K. My God, the moment that becomes a standard thing, the internet will implode.
0: <laughs> that's not that. 4K is no. The infrastructure isn't there. As soon as we, if we roll out fiber everywhere to replace all of the copper, maybe.
2: And that's the thing. That kind of expenditure, the execs are not going to give up their beefy paychecks. You know, and it's yeah, one they
0: were already they were already paid to have done that. They were supposed to have. I know,
2: but it went to fund the golden parachutes, and you know so they could take long lavish vacations <laughs> that's important had, this is a
0: conversation we've had a couple of times now yep, I know let's and... talk about let's talk about something more fun like I know the, the uh, sixty dollar Nintendo box
2: oh boy, that people are selling for five k on eBay,
0: yeah that <laughs> as soon as January comes around you'll be able to buy six of them yep for at retail or less, because they're just trying to get them off the shelves. Yep. Because the novelty's already worn off.
2: People think it's gonna... They really think this is gonna be the next Wii, where you won't be able to find them, so you have to buy them up in in droves when you can, and stock up on them for, for the winter ahead. Winter is coming! Stock up on your NES Classic! I want one.
0: I'm not gonna say that I don't. I'd be lying to you if I said, no, I don't want one. Yeah, I want a little Nintendo box on my next to my TV, would I just rather buy a Raspberry Pi and have my friend 3D print one out for me instead? (laughs) I'm debating.
2: Yeah. The prices on 3D printers have come down a bit, too. My buddy's got one,
0: and he... How big is it? um, I'm not sure. It's It's not the maker one. It's one of the smaller ones.
2: Because I've been looking, my wife out of nowhere said, How much is a 3D pin- printer? Because she kind of, she's been kind of, you know, playing with the idea of opening up an Etsy shop. Mm-hmm. You know, because a lot of the stuff you find that's cool, people are just doing 3D printing on it. The quality isn't super great, but people buy it up, you know? so It's a
0: fun toy to have. It's definitely something I'm thinking of purchasing, but yeah. It'd be that's neat. Just more. Fun little toys to have. Like I yeah. bought a drone.
2: <laughs> Did you?
0: Oh, yeah. Best Buy was clearing out those 3DR Solos. Better believe I bought one. 400 bucks for a $1,500 drone? I'm in.
2: So you mean, you throw it up in the air? Do you go UAV activated?
0: No, I just fly it around my neighborhood right now. Mm.
2: Do you attach a bucket of shit to it? It can only carry up to one pound. Okay, so you need about so, a half a pound turd and then a half a pound bu- bucket to carry then. That's doable. Been,
0: oh, yeah. I've been trying to, uh. <laughs> I'm gonna make a one pound water balloon and drop it on my buddy, because <laughs> I, thre- I threatened to drone strike his house, so I figure that's the easiest way to go.
2: Oh, that's great. How soon until people start water ballooning each other, except the water's not water? Hmm. I think.
0: I'll have to go back and look at it, but in the actual rules, you have to agree to when registering your drone, I think you're not supposed to, uh...
2: Urinate on people?
0: Use the drone as a weapon. Use it to weaponize. So, like, dropping water balloons would be a weapon. Yeah. There was a fucking idiot here in Connecticut that attached a gun to one of them. Oh, boy. He attached a flamethrower to one, too.
2: Oh, boy. I mean, you could weaponize it. Just don't put it in the air, because then uh, what is it? The FAA has control, right?
0: Like it here. just breaks FAA laws completely.
2: Yeah. Which so. a
0: whole bunch. There's a whole bunch you have to go through to uh, to even register your drone. If you if you're going to make any money off of it commercially, you have to take a specific class for it. So. I've been thinking about it because if you monetize your YouTube channel, that is making money commercially with drone footage. So you can get in deep shit for that, actually. <laughs> um, I think that's one of the reasons why uh, Casey Neistat might have pulled out of daily vlogging as much, huh? I think, Interesting. I think he, I think you may have gotten a uh, cease and desist from the FAA.
2: Yeah. I see. And there's already so much politics involved with YouTube as, as it is. It's like, ugh. the you could sit
0: down from when he got the drone to probably when when he got when when the GoPro Karma launched last month. Almost every one of his videos involving a drone, he breaks at least one law, <laughs> one FAA law with the drones. <laughs> He's flying in New York City, which yeah. all of New York City is no fly zone.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: He's flying above people. That's a no-no. He's flying well above 400 feet. Nope. It's just it's. He's a great marketer and spokesman for DJI though. He's got a, He probably sold more drones with his with his videos than I don't know they've they sold prior with any of their advertising.
2: And that's that's why everything's heading towards uh, influencer marketing. I mean, it's part of yes. what I do. You know, coordinating those deals, doing the PR side of it, because you know. I don't watch the freaking. No one gives a shit about an ad anymore. We tune them out. (laughs) You know, ad blocker and ADD kicks in. We go take a shit and and then come back when it's done.
0: (laughs) Now, when you DVR a show and you fast forward through the commercials, wouldn't it be smart for a company to have a static bottom third with just the product and the branding in the bottom third that doesn't move, so that when you're skipping ahead, the commercial itself will move. But the ad itself, the core ad in the bottom, doesn't.
2: Yeah, yeah. They had tried that a few times. Uh, What they would need to restructure the whole the whole setup because there's so many exclusivity deals and then there's double dipping. They would have to rebuild the whole media buying platform from the ground up. Yeah, it would
0: definitely change the value of ads because...
2: Exactly, because you're devaluing certain things. And then then you'd also have to change the value proposition to the consumer. Like, hey, you can have this box. If you want the completely ad-free experience, you have to pay this premium. You know, people will want to pay that.
0: that. Wasn't that what cable was initially? (laughs) Yep. Like, uh, if I remember correctly, when cable first launched... The whole purpose was all these channels that are commercial-free, but mm-hmm. you're paying extra for it.
2: Right, and now because they're losing subscribers because they're too expensive and they're nickel and diamond the consumers and they're overpaying their executives, you know, it no trickle-down economy.
0: It always comes back to this.
2: <laughs> I know, but that's, that's, a, that's the thing. Dude, That's that's the root cause of it all. But now they have to put advertising in there To supplement the lost revenue. (laughs) Yeah, come on, it's crazy. Product
0: product placement alone makes them enough money.
2: Yeah, I mean the big brands can afford to throw millions of dollars on shit, even if it's not working. I mean they know, you know, every huge corporation knows fifty percent of their marketing works. They don't know which fifty percent. (laughs) Yeah. And fifty percent is very generous. It's more like one percent. To get a one percent return, that's a good. That's a good year. (laughs) It's a good quarter. Uh, so crazy, crazy man! It's what crazy. I got
0: my. It's what I got my degree in. I, I studied that shit. I know advertising is highly effective, but you don't know what if, what's effective when.
2: It's crazy. I still think we should probably do a marketing show. But you, you also, uh, you also got like, uh, was it industrial design or graphic design? You did.
0: It was graphic design with a. Uh, you did like an MBA focus uh, fine arts. Oh,
2: okay. Yeah.
0: MFA uh, in graphic design, mainly focused on advertising.
2: MFA, MBB, BA, BA, BA B, What's the no? B-A, B-A, B-A-M-F. Yeah, that's the one you need. That's the one. Something like that. B A M F. That's the that's the best degree to get. Like yo, I'm Bamf.
0: <laughs> you Need a bachelor's, then a master's, something fine arts. Yeah.
2: Just badass motherfucker.
0: That too. <laughs> I already got that.
2: Bamf and bamf, it rolls off the tongue pretty well, dude. I, I, I'm glad you you came here because I meant to in my opening monologue. I, I meant to talk about my best Thanksgiving experience. You know, I've been up since really early with the wife, and it's been it's been crazy. I tell you, oh,
0: I'm let me. Let me tell you how long I've been awake for. <laughs> I love you. Bro. I got up at let's see, it was we got to bed last night at six. Five this morning.
2: Oh, okay. We got to
0: bed. We got to bed at five after we finished finally cooking (laughs) because we just got back from Disney on Tuesday. Took the kids vacation. It was fun, but we just got back, and then we had to immediately start prepping for Thanksgiving. So that was last night until wee hours this morning. The baby boy did not sleep at all.
1: Oh yeah, that's always fun. <laughs> yeah, he's
0: well. A trip to Disney is gonna seriously fuck up a two-year-old. So
1: mm-hmm. he
0: was not, he was not having it. And he was not sleeping. So I've been running since probably yesterday, I'd say, with just no sleep, lots of cooking, lots of food. But the cheese sauce was a success. Oh,
2: cheese! Yeah, yeah, I mean, cheese. Well, you know, I have a similar story, but the best part about it was. When I finally got to sit down, because every time I was gonna sit down all day, you know, I hear someone calling me, and you know, everybody that's close to me, you know, even my family, they call me Yogi. And this is, it's my nickname. It's, it's just, it's just stuck. It's a, it's a term of endearment. So I, I just hear, Yogi! I'm like, oh my god. Like, my I, like I got half a butt cheek down. I like, getting back up. Like, my glutes are really sh- in shape today, I'm telling you. <laughs> but, well I finally got to sit down to eat, and, of course, I'm the last one to fix up my plate because I'm trying to clean up dishes and tidy up as we go along so it's not a, a huge chore at the end. Because, you know, by the time you have diabetes, you're done, right? Yeah. And, and, uh, and there's still more cleaning up to do, so I don't even want to think about that right now. But I finally get to sit down to eat, and I have, uh, my, you know, you got to have the little dinner rolls or your Hawaiian rolls or your brownies, or whatever you have, whatever kind of bread you have with all the food. i got my Hawaiian roll. I've got, t- got two of them. And I actually thought I was, you know, biting into it, right? So, you know, I get some get some rice, some mac and cheese, you know, some turkey, some ham, you know, a little bit of everything and then nom, 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 nom. Take a little bit of my bread, you know, mix it all up and chew it and it's like, mm, so it's all the flavors, all the savory flavors and the sweets and the salties and the cranberry sauce and all that. Delicious. Mm-hmm. Right? And I'm just you know, I took a few bites, you know, like kept doing that, rinse, and repeat. Then I look over my biscuit. My, my 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 Hawaiian roll rather, and I'm freaking out. I just like sits. I'm just staring at it like, what the hell? My 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 roll did not have a single bite mark. <laughs> my mind was fucking blown. I was like, what have I been eating this
0: whole time? I think there's. Did I did? Was it all just hanging out the side? Did I squeeze the roll and everything just kind of spurted out? I don't I don't
2: know. Dude, I don't know. It was trippy as fuck.
0: That sounds wild.
2: I think I had a micro nap while eating, and I dreamt that I was eating the biscuit. <laughs>
0: oh, I've done that before. I had, <sighs> this one morning, I had the most absurd dream. I dreamt, this was back in high school, I was living in my parents' basement. I dreamt that I woke up, walked upstairs, and made myself an English muffin. Oh. Sat there, waited for it to toast, and ate it. That was the whole thing. That was the dream. <laughs> And then it I fucked up, up. your, your, t- your schedule the rest of the day? I woke up and I was like, you know, that's a really good idea. So I went and did exactly that. Don't tell it me. Was bizarre.
2: Okay, I thought you were going to give me like an M. Night Shyamalan twist and then you say... Then I realized that me waking up and doing that was actually a dream too. <laughs>
0: oh no, no, I've never had one of those dream within a dream <sighs> scenarios.
2: It's fucked up, dude.
0: I've never... I've personally never experienced that.
2: I think my longest chain may have been like 15 of those in a row. Some inception level shit there. Dude, it's fucked up. Especially when you're having your, like a nightmare level dream and you're like, yeah, I'm gonna escape this time. I'm still dreaming!
0: <laughs> Fucking Freddy Krueger shit going on.
2: Dude, and like, one time in particular I remember it just kept getting worse and worse every time. Like, ugh, man. Some dark shit, man. <laughs> I notice that tends to happen if I go to bed and I, like, don't give... Maybe if I ate something a little too heavy and I don't give enough time to digest. That's when I have, like, the worst dreams. Like, don't do that. Like, try to run it off or at least sit around and let it digest before you go to sleep.
0: See, <laughs> I've never, never experienced that either. Food has never affected my, uh, my dreams.
2: So you never, you've never gone to bed on a re- really full stomach...
0: Oh, i have gone to bed on a full stomach. I've eaten like full meals and then just passed out. Never
2: never affected my dreams. Okay, but I'm not saying it now, I'm saying like full on sleep. Oh yeah. Yeah, absolutely. You're lucky, man. That shit caused some wicked dreams. <laughs> Crazy. So anyway, back to news.
0: Back to news. What kind of news you got for me?
2: Oh, I've been I've been talking about the Ubisoft stuff. I don't know if you're big on the Ubisoft. So they get a bad a bad rep, but they're doing some things right now, some good things.
0: I've heard a lot of good things about Watch Dogs too. Yeah, that's another one. I mean, that's that's one of those things that, because of how bad Watch Dogs 1 was, they had to step it up for 2. Yeah. They had to. Because if they didn't, then no one's going to buy an Ubisoft game again.
2: Wow, I can't say that, because I'm a big Tom Clancy fan. <laughs> Unless someone else picks up Tom Clancy. You
0: know. I mean, it, the first-person shooter market is, or the shooter market in general is so over Oversaturated, anyway,
2: and yet there's nothing like Rainbow Six Siege out there. Nothing like it. Yeah, there is CS:GO. Now, uh, I, I play CS:GO. It, it's close, but at the end of the day, Siege is very different. It's on a whole different level.
0: It's a it's a similar squad based experience. With and I really, it's the same arena.
1: Wanna
0: buy, yeah. yeah, I want to buy Rainbow Six Siege. I will at some point, but the problem is on PS4. I don't, I don't, know, I don't have many friends that play anything anymore. So it's just a matter of finding people to play with, because that game seems like, like Overwatch, it would be a chore to play with randoms.
2: Yeah. Mm, what can I say? Because I do agree with Overwatch. I don't like playing with randoms that much. But see, it's, it's interesting, because in Overwatch, I don't, I don't care enough. If I keep losing, so, like, it's one of those weird games that, even when I'm losing, I'm having a good time, me personally. But if you're really competitive going to Overwatch, then playing with randoms, yeah, it's a pain in the ass. Because no one picks the heroes you really need. They just pick their favorite heroes. Like, oh, we have a Roadhog, a uh, Winston, and we and got three a Hanzos. A, Ryan, a Reinhardt. Hey, I think we need another tank. Oh, <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, more realistically, yeah, they'll, they'll, they'll see there's a... Uh, Hanzo, and two other people pick Hanzo. Like, oh, yeah, I like him, too. He plays great. Like, like Yo, I'm going to
0: show this guy how much better I am with Hanzo than he is.
2: Yep. But, no, um... I have it on PC, too, so that might be an option. Yeah. So I, wish, I wish we both had, uh, I, I, had Xbox One I, to play together. I'm
0: still avoiding putting Windows 7 on my iMac because I don't want to play MMOs. I, yeah, yeah. I don't blame you. I love you. them too much. I love them too much to be responsible with it. The slippery slope.
2: So I, I know. Like I know. That's I why I, I really haven't come back to Elder Scrolls Online, even though I have that super active guild that I created on there. That my brother's running now. I'm like, it's just, it's a time sink, and not a good time. It's the kind of time that you can't get away from. Yeah, and it
0: like I know damn well if I put if I put seven on there. I'm going to download Aeon again, and it's going to be over. <laughs> so I just, yeah, I accept the limitations that I have, and I just enjoy it.
2: Yep. Well, one thing I can say, Rainbow Six Siege is going to go on a ridiculously low, like super-duper sale. The price is going to be lower than it probably ever will be. Well, maybe not ever, but I hear that it's going to be under 10 bucks at Target. It's going to be literally in the bargain bin. I will. I'll pick that up if it's that price. Yeah, it's a no-brainer. To me, it's a no-brainer at twenty, thirty dollars. But ten dollars or less, like, what are people thinking about it? There's nothing, you can't get that kind of quality anywhere else for that price.
0: It's like when I bought Duke Nukem Forever for two bucks.
2: Totally worth it. I bought it at full price, and I still, you know, I didn't regret it completely. I mean, it opens Here's up the with thing. the blowjob scene. I mean, you can't go wrong.
0: Here's the thing with
2: that game. <laughs> it wasn't as bad
0: as every review said it was. Yeah, it wasn't. It it really... It it didn't deserve to be as panned as it got. Because it wasn't a bad game. It was dated. It was real dated.
2: Well, I mean, yeah, it was supposed to come out 12 years ago or so. Yeah, (laughs) So... (laughs) I mean, it ran...
0: If I remember correctly, it ran on the Borderlands 1 engine. Whatever engine that was, Gearbox, just kind of slapped Duke Nukem on that and ran with it. And that was a... So, so engine to be using, because whatever they did with Borderlands 2 was infinitely better. Yeah. But it just, it wasn't, it wasn't a bad game, and that's the thing, whatever, if you pay $2 for something, you're going to get your money's worth out of it.
2: Yeah. No matter what, you can Absolutely. just
0: take the disc, you can take the disc, use it as a coaster, throw it at your wall, still going to be fun.
2: Yeah, people were unfair to that game,
0: no, they weren't.
2: It, it's like they forgot it was in development hell forever, you know? I almost Speaking felt like I had to hell. support it.
0: <laughs> yeah. Speaking of development hell, Final Fantasy XV finally comes out.
2: Did it have release already? Could have some people 29th.
0: Early release oh, might be
2: out. Oh, that's right, yeah.
0: 29th, are you going to get it?
2: I don't know, man. I don't know. But this is the thing, because I'm one of those weird gamers that mainly sticks to online, like... My my gaming is my time to be social, and then I go back to hating the world. So I never really get around to play single-player games. They just go on my wall see, of shame.
0: See, that's that's the opposite for me. I've been, more lately, more interested in single-player. Yeah. At least when it comes to the games I buy on console. I've been more interested in a single-player story, as opposed to something online. Because I can always just fire up Gmod, or fire up terraria and be like hey friends come play and people will come play but i want a story if i'm sitting down in front of my tv and final fantasy 15 finally coming out i think i'm gonna have to i think i'm gonna have to pick that up i mean shit i've been hyped for that game since i was 19
2: for me it's on my to get list for sure Mm. it's not the to get immediately because i know i won't get around to it right away and i'm gonna feel super guilty about it um, but I did love, I'm one of those weird people that loved 13 and 13 too. I don't care what anyone says. Yeah, You can burn me at stake if you I, want. will burn it my face.
0: <laughs> I'm going to join you on 13. I didn't like 13 too because I didn't like the Pokemon aspect of it.
2: That, <laughs> that was, was, that I was thrown for a loop because I kept playing that game. I'm like, all right, I like this Pokemon thing, but at what point do I actually get to create my party and uh, meet people to add to my team? Oh, yeah. the Pokemon oh, thing is my, my party. Oh. Yeah. Well, did you ever play Tales of Symphonia? Yeah, I don't remember that well, but I do remember playing that, yeah. It
0: was probably the best RPG that was on the GameCube, one of the best in the Tales of franchise, my personal favorite. They released a sequel to it that was just on the Wii, and it had the same monster collecting aspect. And I just, I can see what these companies were doing with it, but no, no, stop that. And again, thirteen was criticized too heavily because the reviewers wanted the second coming of Final Fantasy Seven, which will never happen
2: i I wonder 13. if it was an open world game from the start, like less linear because i 'm tired of all the freaking people that they all fall, they all jumped to the bandwagon oh, it's a corridor it's a hallway simulator oh shut up
0: that pissed me off. They all decided to pull that same they all touted that same fucking line. They just threw it out there and everyone just ate it up. When if you actually played the game, based on the story, that is... If you're a pariah being hunted by everyone in the city, you're not going to be exploring the city.
2: Yeah, exactly.
0: That's like, that's like being mad at a fucking cowboy movie for not involving aliens in outer space. It's not <laughs> what it
2: is. Now, it would have been cool... Because you know, once you finally get to a certain point, you get access to that huge area, and that becomes kind of open world. But it's just a shame, by the time you get to that, it's like there's no real incentive to really grind that out and explore, because you're at the end of the game.
0: I disagree, because you're not at the end of the game. If you go back and play it again, that is the end. That is, that's mid-act two that that happens. Is it? That is mid-act two. Because I remember
2: grinding it out a bit... But I, cool. I remember. Here, we'll, by th- we'll go.
0: We'll go a little spoiler into Final Fantasy 13 if you are interested in playing it. Well, wait. You, of course, get you
2: fight the last boss. You fight is that giant face, right?
0: Yeah, you fight Orphan. Orphan, yeah. But once I'm, you I'm get, I must to be Pulse?
2: remembering it. I must be remembering it wrong. Okay.
0: Once you get to Pulse, uh, uh-huh. you have to then go back in to uh, shit. Drawing a blank on the name of the planet.
2: It's the one with those you talking about the the gi- place Pulse. with a giant like turtle-like creature that can stomp on you and kill you instantly.
0: Yeah, that's Pulse. That's the planet. And then yeah. there's the moon that everyone lives on, the fucking colony that's run by Orphan or yeah. Bartallus or Bartholomew or something like that. Bartambulus, I think it was. But you go back there and you have to fight your way through now that you've kind of more unlocked your abilities as a lassie and accepted your role as a pariah but also as the savior of the people that are imprisoned on there, basically, by Orphan. So it may be more towards the end of Act 2, but all of Act... Well, it's, yeah, it's mid-Act 2, because the rest, the last half of Act 2 is exploring Pulse, and then you can just go wherever you want on Pulse. You go back into the, the other planet, and it's, if I'm remembering correctly, a pretty decent stretch through to get to the final
2: boss from there. Yeah, I remember that being pretty lengthy, yeah. I'm just saying... Yeah. I agree with you. I'm just playing devil's now, advocate because pe- people were complaining that heard. it should have been opened up sooner. You know, they wanted more of that freedom, but I guess they don't understand that there was such a. I see what you're saying. Like I, I feel the same way. They were really t- trying to tell a very specific story, and they wanted to dr- control the experience, so it, they had to make it on rails for the most part.
0: Yeah, it was. It was story. It was narrative. It was very handholdy. But it was in, it's debatable whether or not it was a good story. I liked it. I know a lot of people who didn't.
2: I liked it, too. And I yeah, love the I, battle system. I love, love, love that battle system. The paradigms. Here's the, problem.
0: here's the problem with the battle system. You cannot go and pick that game up after not playing for a couple of months.
2: <laughs> at all. You'll get wrecked. Yeah,
0: I did it a while back. I was like, oh, I... I still have some... I was looking at my trophy list, and I was like, I have some unfinished stuff to do in thirteen. I can go in there and bang it out. I go in there for an hour. I'm like, I don't remember how the battle system even works. <laughs> so I'm in there just getting wrecked by everything. I'm like, you know what? I'm either going to start a new game, or I'm going to play something else. So I put the controller down and went and did something else. because it's, one
2: day I'm going to go back to it and, and play that open area... And just try to kill everything that kicked my before, because I just skipped a few things.
0: Oh, it's it's not easy. I know because you have to go through and you have to beat them in order to get the ultimate weapons, which yeah. I never did. That's one of those. That's one of the few Final Fantasies that I didn't absolutely crush.
2: See, I'm I actually for. felt I felt so compelled to find out how the game ends that I didn't want to grant. I wanted to get straight to the end as soon as possible. Because normally. Yeah. I'll just keep going through the rinse and repeat loop, you know, click, 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 kill, 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 loot, 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 loot rinse, you know, rinse and repeat, you know. Yeah, they know, like, let's go to fight the boss, let's go.
0: That's the, it was a, for me, it was a compelling story. I thought it was, I thought it was really good. I thought they did a, they did a better job with that than they did with Nine.
2: I love the characters too. I, I really enjoyed the characters. They had a very diverse cast and, uh, you know, for me, the novelty was even greater because it was one of the first... Actually, yeah, it was the first time Final Fantasy went multi-platform, you know? yeah. So that was a huge deal, because I played it on the 360. And it's like, that alone... And I got the special edition with all the box art. Like, that was a huge deal <coughs> for me. I remember that was one of the few games I went for a midnight release for, and it was such a huge deal. Like, And I looking at everybody and so said, these are the Final Fantasy fans. Pretty cool. Oh, yeah.
0: That was... Now, I think the last game I did midnight release for was Bloodborne, but yeah, I used to go to the midnight releases for a bunch of games.
2: I don't know anymore, I hate people.
0: <laughs> Once I realized you can go to Walmart at midnight and get it as well, I just started doing that.
2: Yeah, and, and, and the thing is, I like when they do the fanfare because sometimes you get some free swag, and, and I do enjoy the conversations you have with people, you know, and then you might trade gamer tags or whatever, and handles, and you know, it's cool. The camaraderie is really worth it, like... But, like, time is such a luxury, a commodity we don't really have to spare. It's like you're no. waiting an hour, two hours to get a game that you could just have shipped to you directly or get through digital and have it unlock a time. of time. It's like, damn, we're so spoiled now, and I'll be the first to admit it. I'm such a lazy fuck now. <laughs> I, I like,
0: uh, I like going in person.
2: Yeah, it's, it's an experience. I'm with you, man. I need to push myself to do it more. I mean,
0: I do a lot of I do a lot of Amazon shopping. That's because everyone does. You you'd be stupid not to jump on half those deals.
2: Yeah, but twenty percent off right off the bat for new releases. Hard I mean, I guess that. <laughs> yeah, yep. Yeah, it's,
0: it's, can't argue it. But there's a lot of places that'll just straight up price match it. Yeah. Yeah. So it doesn't really matter.
2: As long as you get a sales manager that doesn't have a stick up his ass, cause the, a lot of that stuff is discretionary power, you know get that yeah. one sales manager. is like, well, your policy says this. Well, you know what? I have the final say, so fuck you. It's like, well, okay, well, I'll never come back here. I'm going to write you a nasty Yelp review. How about that? Ooh. I'm going to tweet you. That'll show them. Yeah, that's right. Tweet angrily
0: at corporate.
2: I'm a social media influencer, sir. I, uh, I am in cahoots with a major media outlet. I got connections. I'll so Facebook Well, your connections
0: you. should have gotten you. Connections should have gotten you the game first.
2: <laughs> well, that thing's becoming a thing in the past. I mean, we used to get a lot of review copies, and now, like, they're cutting that shit. Da- they're cutting that shit out. I don't blame them. Even for I the YouTubers really... and the uh, Twitch streamers, uh, they're starting to cut that shit out. I,
0: I don't blame them one bit. Yeah, you know, what, you mean? what can you do? <laughs> Shipping out, this tiny build did uh, for this game. Final Station came out earlier this year, and what they did was they shipped out demos to people basically the first 20 minutes of the game or first half an hour of the game.
2: Demo this. I like it. Yeah.
0: We're going to go back to that. Yeah. Because a streamer plays... You get a variety streamer to run through the first section of your game. You give them a little press release to talk about the game beforehand. Yep. Play the game. Tell them when they can get it after. It's going to be better than a review copy anyway.
2: Yeah. Every every one of these deals should be structured in a very open format, so they can hit as many outlets as possible. You know, give more people access, still control it to a degree, so people can feel like, oh yeah, I could be one of the first to report it. You know, there is something to say about timeliness, but I agree. Control how much they could play of it and, you know, give them an NDA or you, or just say, Hey, you could do video if you want on this, whatever. We don't care, but here are the talking points. We'd like you to say these are the buzzwords we like, we would like you to have. You know, they always do that. They give you like images and, you know, all the yeah. legally stuff. Just package it nicely. But, uh, you know, if you limit how much they could play, you don't have to worry about, well, you know, people already saw the game or they, 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 they saw it on this YouTube and now they don't want to buy it. But at the same time, the flip side of that is, have confidence in your product. If you really, like, I think a lot of it is people know they have shipped products, things that are incomplete, broken, and they don't want people to find out until they already made a commitment with the money. (laughs) You know, because the returns are not really reflected in those sales numbers.
0: I think that is, I'm going to say, I think that's part of it. Part of it is how widely varied the PC market is when it comes to what specifications your system could have. There's no way they can Test bench all of it for their games. Yeah, that's true.
2: So it's, but again, that's something you could keep, you could cover in the marketing copy and say, hey, make sure when you write a review or you talk about this, provide this disclaimer or something to this effect. You know, uh, man, you know, uh, before I get to my review, I have to say that you know this is a pre alpha build and it's not tested on all platforms, so that could impact blah 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 blah. You know,
0: yeah. it's ways nice to cover Which, your ass. Yeah. Which again, that's what tiny build is doing right now with uh, hello neighbor they they're the guys that did punch club they're they're doing it they're, they seem to be doing everything the right way right now they seem to be as far as like an indie dev is going they're really really kind of an example of how it should be done going forward since games journalism is dead
2: <laughs> yeah
0: it has been for at least two years
2: yeah You know, I think it's not so much dead, it's just now it's a pivot point and it needs to become something else. Uh, They need to embrace a different model. Like, you know... Yeah, it's
0: called called Twitch.
2: Not not even just that, uh, it's just a revenue model, right? Um, Like, I consider us a media outlet, and we do have journalists, but I want to say we are a journalism platform. That's like a byproduct of everything else we do, because... You know, we're not really doing the investigative reporting. We're not trying to be the first to report something, right? Because that's just a race that's not even worth getting into because that's the thing that these traditional media outlets, these journalists try to go for is be the first to report something, you know, play this thing and become the chore and get out the review before anyone else does, right? So they can get all the ad revenue off the impressions. That model stinks, now, no matter what kind of you're getting.
0: Why do you think that games that are short get so much praise from the games journalists. Games like Firewatch. Games like, what is it, uh... i trying to play. Well, I'll use Firewatch as an example for one, and then I'm Suna for another one.
2: But Titanfall How much 2 about- is getting slammed. I mean, it's getting critical acclaim, but people are still slamming it. The campaign is too short. Like, get out of here. But you're right.
0: People are going the, the shorter the game, the more the reviewers are going to praise it, because they can get the game done under their belt, review out, paid for the day, in less time than it'll take to beat the first boss in Dark Souls.
2: (laughs) Yep. And, you know, I feel the value is in having a unique opinion, a different perspective, a different experience. Because everything's been homogenized, right? Everything's pretty much the same. It's the thing, it's the content that's buried beneath all the... You know, clickbait bullshit, the content farm bullshit, and all the big brands. That's the quality stuff. So there's going to be a paradigm shift, and it's going to turn the model upside down. It's already happening with the influencer marketing. People are realizing, hey, these people are actually passionate. Hey, they're not just selling out to, you know, pay the bills. You know, selling out is not fair because, unfortunately, like... In life, you have to make money. Yeah, Exactly. The, this the, whole the term thing out
0: is only if you're selling something that you yourself don't believe
2: in. Exactly, and that's the thing. Like the whole thing about the whole stigma that you know, oh, you can't, you shouldn't make a living doing something you love. If you truly love it, you'll do it for free. Well, keep that mentality, you'll be homeless. <laughs> yeah, you know, th- 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 there's still ways ways to do that and have integrity and credibility. The problem is that a lot of these brands come from a place where they were the first to market they grew too fast, too soon so now that they're in this awkward place, they don't know how to replicate their success because truth be told, they got there through sheer dumb luck or just good timing that's just the way it is in any kind of business venture, any kind of new space this this is a a basic marketing truth, you know a lot Uh, of the successes out there are purely good uh, dumb luck or just timing (laughs) It had nothing to do with what, who had the best product, you know, as people would like to think.
0: <laughs> that's, that's true, because if that were the case, stuff like Attack of the Show would have continued on yep. and not be produced in the basement in Southern California now, being funded solely by Kevin Pereira doing other TV shows. Because that, that product was what Twitch and YouTube are every day. Ten years ago.
2: And the irony of that, too, is that we're on the network that started G4 TV. <laughs> mm-hmm. and what up, All Games? Yeah, it's unfortunate.
0: Were, if you watch what... Have you, do you watch The Attack? Have you seen that channel?
2: Uh-huh, yeah. You
0: know, I mean, uh, what he's doing, because it's basically just Kevin Pereira running the whole show, it's everything that... All the best of what G4 was before Comcast bought it. Wow, like you have your Sunday, your morning scramble, which is just the, uh, the machinima stuff that they did. You have, it; just, it's, it's just a brilliant level of nonsense.
2: And don't get me wrong. There's still a place for the traditional stuff, even though I'm a rebel marketer, you know, I like competition. I like to, to be balanced because if everybody says going to the stuff that's working for our smaller brands, then it fucks up our shit. So play well, in your corner. Say.
0: It's a constant evolution. It's an ebb it and is. flow. It Something's is. Something's going to work. Something's going to work on one side. Everyone's going to move over there, and then these smart people will move over to something else. And then that'll start working, and then everyone will move over to that. It's just,
2: that's life. See, the good thing about the way social media works right now is that the big brands know that there's a different way to do it. They just don't want to do it. Because that involves, you know, legal pitfalls and they got to be friendly and personable and approachable. And eh, that's it. It's better just to just throw money at things. There you go. Eventually, it'll sort itself out. <laughs> so, yeah, it, 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 it's, it's self-checking right now. It's, it's automatically regulating itself. By the way, back to the news. This is like the longest news segment ever. Back to the news. Oh, at what point
0: do we ever actually follow the? Uh,
2: yeah, I know. Show notes. We, we're like so close to it. I might as well <laughs> just feel it, finish it now. But Ubisoft, Ubisoft. So Ubisoft. Uh, there's a the Thanksgiving, uh, if, a Thanksgiving challenge right now in Rainbow Six Siege. You get a turkey drumstick charm for your weapons or a football helmet. I really want the turkey drumstick because it's got a smiley face on it and it's very anime. Uh, just cutesy with a little dotty you know, little small beady eyes and you just want to hug it and like, and then eat it. Great. You have,
0: you have problems.
2: You, you want this game badly, don't you? I know. I, I sold you on it with that. Don't lie.
0: That means I'd have to buy it now. <laughs> set my system to California time and play in order to get that.
2: I, I don't know how long they're doing it for. I think it's still, hopefully it's still going because I'm only like six matches away from getting the uh, it's happy the happy drumstick. What are you Two, doing Twenty matches. Your time, you? I I know right. But, uh, right after the show, I'm gonna jump on there. Mm-hmm. Uh, another Ubisoft game. And by the way, if you more want more details about uh, Rainbow Six Siege, uh, season four co- uh, uh, content, the new operators for Operation Red Crow, all the game fixes, balances, rebalancing, and all that good stuff, go over to GeekyAnts.net for his blog. We did a nice write up on it. Uh, check it out we're big, big fans of uh, of this game it's a big community thing for us. Uh, another game that's uh making a resurgence is the division, which just really survival mode and I, you know it's funny because i 'm kind of hating myself for loving this as much as I do because I really think it's awesome. But I have to admit it's like been done to death it's don 't starve it's uh you know rust uh, arc, minecraft you know collecting materials, crafting stuff surviving, all sorts is, of...
0: What? That is the hotness right now. Bro. It is
2: the hotness. <laughs> it is, because and I'm falling for it. It's... It's a
0: mechanic that hasn't been used, really, up until recently. It's the same thing that fucking zombies were eight years ago. Everything mm-hmm. had zombies in it. Everything.
2: Zombies still going strong now. <laughs> it's probably the only thing, in my as far as I'm concerned, that keeps... Call of Duty interesting. But otherwise, the thing I'm is, Modern
0: there. Warfare Modern Warfare 3 had the uh, the AI that you fought against. I think it was Modern Warfare 3.
2: I don't remember the Modern Warfare 3 zombies mode.
0: It it wasn't a zombie mode because it wasn't a Treyarch game. Oh, but it had, a, uh, it had like a like a horde mode basically. And that was infinitely more fun for me than any of the zombies games.
2: Yeah, I don't remember the AI mode. in Modern Warfare Three, huh? Have to go back to that.
0: I have vivid memory of sitting in my friend's condo playing the Horde mode. There were three of us, and we were passing the controllers around. Yeah, I vaguely
2: recall it, but I, I, I can't. It's like very fuzzy for some reason. Though I have to say, Modern Warfare Three was one that people slammed a lot after the fact, but I, I really enjoyed it. I
0: don't really enjoy the Call of Duty games. <laughs> I I played Black Ops 2 because when Mag died, I needed a first-person shooter to give me that multiplayer versus feeling, and it worked for a little while, but the campaign mode was just the worst action movie I've ever seen.
2: <laughs> yeah, it's a big dumb fun. Yeah,
0: yeah. and That's I just... You get to that play. one stealth mission, and you're just like, fuck, I don't want to play a stealth mission. I didn't play the Black Back Ops 2
2: campaign. I played the the first Black Ops campaign, that's it. That one had a cool twist at the end. So, Black Ops 2 campaign, was that worth it at all?
0: Eh, I got more enjoyment <laughs> out of the multiplayer. The campaign was meh. Okay. Like I said, it's the it's the worst action movie you'll ever see.
2: Yes, I've seen my son play, and I know it's got like some flashback stuff, and it's like a generation to generation type of story, which is kind of neat, but eh, it, One day, maybe. Who knows? You're never going to sit down and play it,
0: don't worry. I know, I know. It's too many have, games to play. You have too it's, much of a backlog, anyway. Exactly, you that's the problem. Your, you still haven't finished your Nintendo Agency.
2: <laughs> no, I finished the Alphabet Soup. Oh, did you? It's done, yeah. I followed through it's, with it. But, I mean, there's a lot of games I skipped, especially because I wanted to avoid copyright claims, and I still freaking got hit. And, of course, of, of all course. companies, Konami. Fuck you, Konami. You don't even make games anymore. Stop it. All right. I'm going to go off
0: on a tangent for a second. <laughs> oh, God. Because it's what I do. This is in regards to Konami. I triggered you. <laughs> no, not triggered. This is... Have you seen the, uh, the, the Kickstarter for the new, the, quote, sequel to Castlevania that Iga is working on? Uh, Bloodstained, I think it's called. Yeah. I read an interview with him last night. It was on, uh, I can't remember the site, I think it was Glixel or something like that. This guy is the exact opposite of Hideo Kojima. Like, the fact that these two guys worked for the same company as game producers just boggles my mind because their vision of how to make a game is completely diametrically opposed. (laughs) Iga's whole thing was, I want to finish the game under budget and ahead of deadline, but make the best game possible, which is why he stuck with only 2D games,
1: Yeah, which
0: is why Symphony of the Night was the way it was, and then they just forced him into crapping out rehashes of that. (laughs) Then you got Kojima, who's, I don't know what he's smoking, but he just wants everything bigger and grander and more massive.
2: He's like the Peter Molyneux for the Japanese. I think his ego is
0: bigger. The
2: Peter Molyneux?
0: Yeah. Oh, man.
2: He does have the shades to back it up, so... Yeah. He,
0: just think of how much ego you have to have. Death
2: Stranding. Yeah. That, that, that E3 that, reveal was that awkward, preview. but great. The game isn't even technically in development. <laughs>
0: The game's like half an idea in his head, and he had this giant press release at E3 for it. I
2: mean, I'll be honest, Kojima to me is like uh, a gu- is a guilty pleasure kind of like what's his face? Uh, who's the other guy that's that's, v- that's very weird kind of games? Uh, Pseudo whatever. Pseudo fifty one. There you go.
0: He made my two favorite Wii games.
2: What's no more heroes. Yeah, one yeah. and two. There you go.
0: Those games were insane. Didn't he do Mad World too? He didn't do Mad World, but Mad World was another Wii game that was I don't insane. know
2: why. Mad World felt like something he would have done.
0: That was the Sega game.
2: It was not Sega game, yeah. But, uh, you know, there's just, it's this this grandeur that they have to their ideas, like, so far-reaching. It's like, there's no way they could pull this off. And you know it's going to be a training wreck, but you want to go along for it anyway. You know, I guess oh, yeah. how, that's... Like, I'm almost apologetic for how much I appreciate what, what guys like him do. It was just, I only make that concession for a few people, you know.
0: I he, he goes for it, that's for sure. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so, but, yeah, so the Division, we division. got to that crazy tangent. I don't even know how we got there, but it's, it's good that we did, but the Division. talking about, start talking about Konami. Also, we're talking about survival mind. mode, that's right, and then we're yeah. talking about the Yeah, 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 yeah all right. friend of mine
0: keeps trying to sell me on the Division.
2: I love it. I, I hate that people still shit on this game, and any time they talk about an Ubisoft game, you know, Ghost Recon Wildlands, I'm super excited about it. People are like, oh, it looks great, but I hope it's not going to be like Division. Like, oh, God, shut up.
0: Like, My problem with the Division is it tasted too much like Destiny to me. Nah. No. It's like, it, hey, we're going to have all this DLC coming. We have all this stuff
2: and, playing. And, and, and I understand, because I, I, I made that comparison too. I'm part of the problem. But... I've also said that that even though they're in the same arena, they could not be any more different. Like, the vanilla content for the division for me, and, and I, and you know, I'm mad at Destiny, I hate Bungie and what they've become, and I, and I don't want to get into that rant tonight, but I can, I appreciate the potential of Destiny, and I admit that it's fun. But it's just... I feel so dirty supporting it for so many reasons. And I realize it's a very shallow experience. And if you don't like PvP, then it's even more shallow. Because the PvE is just like... You're in a shoebox. In The Division, the world looks small, but it's massive. And and now they're adding the underground to it, so you can go underneath that entire world. And I'm actually just walking through that world, and I'm actually appreciating it and just taking it. Yeah, like, my, like every time I play that game, I... And I'm not usually, you know, swayed by graphics, but I'm like, this game is fucking gorgeous. Like, there's snow falling down, and it's accumulating on my on my clothes, and, you know, little details like that. Like, you know, and also, part of, part of it might be that I'm, I'm still a New Yorker at heart, even though I don't like where New York City has gone in the past few years. But, you know, I grew up there, so I, I'm always going to love New York City. But they nail... They nailed it, man! Like the spirit of New York City is just so good. It it, it it it's a great game, and they've added so much like the loot, the loot drops, the crafting, the fact that they balanced action shooter but still kept it RPG. You know, tactical. Like it, it's a very good combination, and it's something you don't really see anywhere else because. You know, when I look at Destiny, it's more of a run-and-gun experience. It's more Halo or Call of Duty than it is Ghost Recon or or uh, Rainbow Six. And if I have to choose one or the other, I'd rather go for the more tactical, slower pace, you know, where there's more teamwork and you have to be more coordinated and it's very deliberate and you have to be meticulous with your decisions. Um, yeah. That's what the division is. You know, there's a lot of this... You know, calling out things and, and and flanking and uh, you know warning your friend when he's about to get rushed <laughs> and then going oh shit, abort, abort! Like when shit, when things go to shit, if if you can be the last guy to survive and then somehow survive long enough to to revive your teammates, clutch as hell. You know those little moments, man. It's it's super satisfying. I gotta say, like and even with the free content they came out with, it was worth it. But if you get the season pass and you get a feel for where they're going with this, I feel like people should really give it a shot if they're looking for something different, something that's an MMORPG that that gives you tons of replay value, but at the same time respects, respects your time, right? So if you want to grind, there's grinding to be done. But whenever you want to put it down, you can put it down. And there's things you could do in the span of you know, 15, 20, 30 minutes, and then it's activities you could take on for longer periods, you know, where there's something for everyone. And the survival, you know, you could play it as a PvE thing or a PvP thing, you mm. know, and that's, that's a big, that's a big thing. Cause the PvP for me, and I knew I, I tempered my expectations for it. And it, it, it that's the weakest part of the package, but the PvE is fantastic. And that's really all I care about. Like Dark Zone, I love the concept. But Dark Zone is, like, the one thing, if I had to be that guy to complain about it, Dark Zone is, like, not at all what people wanted it to be, at least not in my head. It's a great concept, and there's lots of fun stuff to do there, but it's like, you're farming all these cool mobs to get loot, and then some random asshole just decides to kill you. He realizes you don't have any loot on you, because he could tell on, right your, on your character, you'll have a fanny pack if you got loot you got no loot, but he's like, "Oh, you're here! I'm just gonna shoot you because I can! Ha ha! I'm camping in this area, I'm killing people as they come by! Ha ha! ha this is how I spend my free time! Do 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 Killing people for no reason! Yay, yay! It's like go play Call of Duty. If that's your objective: is just to shoot people, It's to the grief. Then go play Call of Duty, and go jerk off or something.
0: And um, griefing is way more fun.
2: Yeah, I, I don't get the mentality. Like, it's like people that have an abundant amount of free time. Just shooting at people that don't have that much time to game, like, oh, is this is, you only have an hour to game today? Yeah, you, you have a family and responsibilities? Oh, I'm sorry to see that. I live in my mama's basement. I just play video games all day and jerk off and and sit in my filth. Hey, I'm gonna shoot you. Sounds uh, all right. sometimes I just wish I could punch people through the screen. But other than that, dude, I I'm a big fan of division.
0: And uh everyone I've talked to has said good things about it. Really? And the the last people I've talked to have said good things about it. When it first came out, people didn't have good things to say about it because it wasn't what the trailer was. But lately, I can count the last, yeah, the last three people who have spoke with were like, yeah, it's a good game.
2: The problem with the Division, and first off, I have to say, Ubisoft, when they make trailers, they're completely unrealistic. Yeah. Uh, even with Ghost Recon Wildlands, like, I have friends I play regularly with, and... Those kind of gameplay sessions rarely happen. Most of the time, people are talking about their day at work, something silly their kid or their pet did, and then there's gonna be some call-outs. But these guys are so meticulous. They're like, alright, uh... We got a tango on your six, uh... We need you to run a leapfrog formation, and I'm gonna, uh... Flank from the right, you, Alpha team, will go with Bravo team, and flank from the right. Uh, I need the Charlie team to take the defensive position on the cliff and be Overwatch, alright? I might go, three, two, one, go, go, go. Like, really? No, it doesn't happen, shut up. <laughs> Fuck you. they I live in a make-believe world, like, that. the what?
0: I, I have experienced that in games.
2: But you know as well as I do, it's a rare thing unless you're playing in an uh, esports or race-structured team. If you get, if you, if you, if you're in a random group, a pug, a pickup group, right? And there's a, this one asshole trying to do that, like b- barking out orders. Are you going to be like listening to him or are you going to be like, fuck off, dude? Be honest. Nah, I'd usually be, I'd usually be that guy. Okay. All right. Cause I want to win. I mean, I appreciate that. Cause I, 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 like, you know, if it's ranked for sure, I, I play serious. I'm not super competitive. But I feel like if you're gonna play in a competitive mode, don't dick around. If you wanna dick around, there's a casual mode for that, right? That yeah. pisses me off. Like, you know. Oh, I'm gonna join ranked and then just team kill or go AFK. The fuck? What are you doing? <laughs> it's like... Oh, I love that. It's like going to the trouble of go- of, be- of qualifying to be in an Olympics and represent your nation. Then you go to the Olympics to take a nap on national, you know, on worldwide television. That's what people are doing. Can um, I do
0: that? I would, be- I would, uh... I'd like
2: to do that. Just fall asleep on TV. Right in the the starting line, like, yeah. They fire the gun, and you're like... (laughs) That'd be pretty great, actually. No one will ever forget you. Your country will hate you, though. You might be excommunicated. But, uh... Anyway, Division. They they fixed a lot of stuff with that last patch, man. The drops are a lot more frequent now, and even if you don't need the loot, uh, the set items, you could trade them to friends, or scrap them for materials... Um, now with, they added a fifth tier, so there's five tiers of, uh, difficulty to change your instance, and it improves the AI and the loot drops and everything, and then you have minor adjustments within those, and there's different gameplay modes, you have underground, I mean, I could go on forever, uh, it, there's some quality there, some quality. Hey, Beard. Hey, yes. Did you catch Dave Chappelle and the Tribe Called Quest on SNL?
0: You of it? I saw clips, I saw clips of, uh, some of the Chappelle skits. Pretty good, right? I, I got a good laugh out of uh, some of the uh, The Walking
2: Dead one. I had a good...
0: That <laughs> one was... What? Okay. That one was
2: hilarious. <laughs> Are you a, a Tribe fan by chance? I haven't really listened to
0: much of their music, so I can't really say. It's kind of uh, I listen to
2: mainly metal. Yeah, I gotcha, man. I like, I like metal, too. I like all kinds of music, but uh, if you're a hip-hop fan, Tribe is kind of a big deal. So uh, it's kind of historic to have them come back, though so they're they lost one of their main members, unfortunate chain of events. But we can do, but yeah. It's a little sidebar there. So, so anyway, we should start wrapping this up soon. So I was gonna go through some deals for cheap bastards, because of course you know Black Friday, Cyber Monday, the Steam all that stuff sales going, going on. on. The what?
0: Steam sales are going on.
2: Yeah, the the autumn sale that's now through the twenty ninth. Couple of couple
0: of games on there. I'm thinking about picking up. Like what? uh Axiom Verge. Oh yeah. Definitely. It's uh that's 20 bucks right now.
2: Totally worth it.
0: Or it's $20 total, but or $20 regularly, but it's $10 right now. So I'm thinking about picking that up. And then the usual suspects are all on sale for Steam. You got your Borderlands 2 is 5 bucks as always, which will always be worth the money.
2: Yeah. GTA 5 finally dropped in price. Thank God. Uh- they didn't pull a scam this time and uh,
0: raised the price just before uh, the sale? I mean... They pulled of... that they, they pulled that shit last year. The, yeah. Right before the Steam sales, they got rid of the basic version of it, and there was the $80 version that came with a uh, shark card that was then cut down to being, I think it was like $55, so you were only saving like 4 bucks, which is yeah. kind of genius.
2: Yeah, yeah. Evil, but genius. I mean, everyone else does that. Like, uh you get the sale price, but you get a savings story that seems great. Like, you saved 30%. Yes, but the price was already raised before that sale, so you didn't really save 50%. You saved, like, 25%. Yeah. <laughs> ah, that's so tricky. Yeah, just I'm uh... just don't
0: make money selling products at cost.
2: Yeah, yeah, I know. You gotta make money. I get it. But I'm gonna avoid the Steam sale, because that's a dangerous place. But, uh, for me, it's gonna be mainly the Xbox store, because... Between Xbox Live Rewards and the Bing Rewards, I get so much money back that it, be- it becomes worth it if they have, like, promotions going. Like, last month I got, like, 30 bucks just for Bing Rewards, and then on top of that I got, like, Xbox Live Rewards and all this other shit. And, yeah, adds up. Nice. At the very least you get uh, some free DLCs, you know, some free season passes and crap. So, definitely worth it. Speak-
0: speaking of which, I gotta get the Dark Souls DLC.
2: Oh yeah. That's another game I gotta keep my radar. But I could hold off on that. I'm still working on on two.
0: Yeah, that's the thing. I bought I bought two and three at the same time. And I could have just waited until two was even cheaper.
2: It's still worth that. Had it. Had a there's, a, there's a lot of replay value in those games for sure.
0: Oh yeah. Well I played it on the PS three and then decided to buy it on the PS four. Worth it. Just because. I had a uh, I just had money burn a hole in my pocket and I was at GameStop and I'm like I'm going to buy all the Dark games. So I bought <gasps> Dark Souls 2 and 3 and Darksiders 2. That's Seems another, legit. I feel like that's a underrated game.
2: Darksiders? Yeah. yeah.
0: The Darksiders games.
2: From what Darksiders little 1, I played of uh, the original, I really enjoyed it. Darksiders 1 was the best
0: Legend of Zelda game that's been made since uh, Oracle of Seasons and Ages. Damn. Right. It is the Post-apocalyptic Legend of Zelda. Yeah, totally worth it. I'm sure you can get that game on sale right now. There you go. Games are cheap bastards. Go get it. Love it.
2: All <laughs> right, it right here. Get Darksiders.
0: Get Darksiders. One and two. Who doesn't want to play two. as the
2: Horseman of the Apocalypse? Yeah, I love, I love the whole premise. It's great. I kind of wish... Like, I hate the whole... I hate the whole remastering, Lazy, you know, the lazy cash-in... But if they yeah. made a legacy of of Kane Anthology with like updated graphics and you know fine-tuned t- gameplay, that'd be dope. Especially That's the Soul thing with the
0: remaster. So with the remaster, there are games that are worth the remaster. There are games that are totally people should go back and play these gems of games.
2: Right. Like especially if they're like like ten years or older, you know. But like. But
0: if they're gonna put out Kingdom Hearts. Two, one and two in HD on the PS3, and then immediately turn around and put it out on the PS4 a couple weeks later.
2: No. Well, even more realistically, The Last of Us. Oh yeah, they did not wait, was, waste any time on that shit. <laughs> that was
0: a blatant, blatant cash grab. Like yo, this game is this game's the new hotness. Everybody loves it. We already have all the files in high res anyway. Just put them on this disc instead. <laughs> yep. And they're both fucking blu-ray discs So it's just a matter of Probably one line of code
2: Yep uh, it's, it's crazy man
0: I didn't even think The Last of Us was that good of a game
2: I didn't either But people jerk off it? to that game That and uh What's the other one that people are so crazy about uh The episodic one uh... oh, What's up War Child Have a good night Life Make sure you guys strange. check him out Twitch.tv forward slash MKIV he's uh he's just popping by, he's got to sleep off the the food <laughs> yeah. your love brother yes, and life is Strange, that's the one yeah uh, life
0: is strange was it was poorly written. people it's
2: so brilliant, and the thing about it is if you say you like let, let me tell, give you a hint, guys, if you say you love life is', Stra- is strange, you will get laid <laughs> The women love this game. It must click with them. But for me, I'm like, man, it's just, like, really shitty writing. It's trying to seem smart, but it's predictable, kind of Mm formulaic. Like, I appreciate there is charm to it, but I'm like, man, I feel so rapey playing this. I feel like a dirty old man because I'm, like, going through these teeny bopper issues that I can't really relate to. It's like, oh, man, you know, he's so dreamy. Oh, I just want to touch his butt.
0: Maybe that's it. Maybe we, uh... We're just not the demographic for it.
2: Yeah, we're not the audience for that game, for sure. And not to mention, it's not really a game. It's an on-rails experience. People get mad when I say that. No, this can't play, bro! There's a part where you have to walk down the hallway! Like, oh, man, the level of depth to that. (laughs) And then they go, oh, then you gotta do this thing. And, you know, there's the rewind time mechanics. Like, dude, all that is is a way to get around the the point-and-click adventure trap. You know, there's no fail state because you can rewind time and do it over.
0: Yeah, it, it's a point-and-click game. It's the same with the Telltale games.
2: Exactly, and I'll concede that they are games to an extent, but they're yeah. to me, they're more interactive movies. You play it for the narrative or because you appreciate the theme or both. But don't try to lie to yourself and lie to me and say there's deep gameplay there. Stop it. <laughs> but there's an audience for them, so, you know, I ain't mad. Yeah. But, uh... Yeah, Life is Strange is that one. And now they're giving away. Now what they're doing with those type of games is that they, it's really smart. They're giving away the the, epi- the first episodes of all of those series. I think they're going to keep doing this going forward, even for new releases. The first episode will be free. They get you hooked. And they have to buy each episode. And then I think we're going to see a lot more of the episodic installments going forward. I mean, Hitman is even doing it. And they've had some pretty good success with that. But... <laughs> I was waiting for you to say something. I heard the breath. But... It just...
0: Now, if it actually... With games like that, with, like, the Telltale games and the Life is Strange, they tout it on your choices actually meaning something. Yeah. When, if you look at, like, a Tales of the Borderlands game, they all lead to, like, two or three endings. Yeah. Which, I don't know, I guess... If I really disparage that, I'll be talking out of both sides of my mouth because I did defend Mass Effect 2, Mass Effect 3, the ending there. (laughs) Yeah, but Mass
2: Effect 3, though, you know, even with the shitty ending before they redid it, that gameplay experience was amazing. So it's okay if we're apologizing. That was
0: my argument with Mass Effect, though. With Mass Effect, it was about the journey. It wasn't about the destination so much at the end of it.
2: Yeah, and you fell in love with all those characters, right? Mass Effect 3 did a good job of destroying
0: everything that I loved. Oh, God, I know. Mass Effect 3 ruined me emotionally for months.
2: I think Josh Whedon had a, his, uh, had a hand in that. <laughs> just with Morton
0: Solidus alone. Uh. The story arc with the Krogans and it just... It...
2: But see, that's where the decision did have impact, because if you did everything right in 1 and 2... A lot of your original crew did survive, and you got to see them live on.
0: See, I played it from 2 on, because on the PS3, 1 wasn't available at the time.
2: Did you do 100%? For 3? Yeah. You, got, you did the Galactic War, you did the multiplayer, you got everything 100% there?
0: Yeah, I did everything I possibly could to get the best preparation possible.
2: Your suicide mission on 2, did everybody survive? Oh, shit, okay. The only
0: one I lost was uh Jack. I didn't really care too much about her.
2: <laughs> we had this conversation before. I'm getting a deja vu <laughs> yeah Jack was such a brat, like I think her character was overstated. if they did her attitude was a little more subdued instead of rather like they were trying to be too literal or too overt with the fact that hi, huh, I'm a tattooed chick who's a badass and probably a lesbian. <laughs>
0: way too, way too try hard at.
2: Yeah, it was too much. Like, there's something to be said about subtlety.
0: (laughs) From what I heard, I haven't had the heart to go back and play through the games again, but from what I've heard with uh, Jack's character is, as you progress her storyline, she becomes a more tolerable character.
2: She does. She does.
0: But, no. I always sided with uh, Miranda.
2: Well, see, Miranda's Miranda's Bay, but I was actually able to romance her and Jack, and then get them to get along, we had a threesome. Let's see if we get 110% completion. I don't,
0: I don't, I don't believe you. <laughs> I don't, I, now I don't, I don't play many games with the, the PC mods on, so I don't know what type of shit you've been concocting. <laughs> fucking honey pop fucking nonsense thrown in there probably, but.
2: Oh my God! Honey, pop meets freaking <laughs> Mass, Mass effect. effect. What, dude? You know Miranda Lawson was modeled after the girl from Chuck. Uh, what's her name? Uh, Travosky, Ivan Travosky. Yeah. yeah. She's hot. Oh, I know, dude. Just a cute face, like even like yeah. with her messed up teeth. That's actually part of the appeal. Like she's not perfect, but she's super hot. Like, I like that.
0: Mm. Same thing with uh, Scarlett Johansson. She's a middle tooth.
2: <laughs> it's true. But, mm-hmm. man. Mm. Man. We have the same taste, bro. I'm with you. I'm with you. Yeah,
0: I know. But, uh. Nailskin, skin, light eyes, tattoos, game over.
2: Yep, yep. GG. Oh, man. He's got some other things in my head for a second. <sighs> uh, moving on, though. We'll do, uh, Woman Crush Wednesday another day. Um, Continuing.
0: What other, uh. What other cheap games are out there that I should buy?
2: Well, Overwatch yeah. is going to be up to 60% off depending where you go on all platforms. So that's good. If you've been they're on the fence. Past. <laughs> if you've been on the fence, uh, you know, it might be a good time to jump on it. It's a fun game. And if I played the. I, did you? The free weekend? I played
0: the, uh, the free weekend. I played the beta yeah. on the PS4. Uh
2: huh. First time? And
0: it's The first time was the beta. And okay. it was. It was alright. And then the free weekend, it was the exact same experience.
2: Okay. So it's. It, did you play arcade mode?
0: I played. Uh, I just played the. Quick match? The Quick match, yeah.
2: Nah, I see you messed up.
0: See? The problem with free weekends is I only have two hours free from Friday afternoon to Monday morning. So, I yeah, just like in. I hate the whole.
2: Yeah, I hate the whole bullshit that these free play weekends are weekends, and that they they usually do these events for like two or three days, as if everybody has the same time off. If I can go for the gusto and run it for a week, the fuck, yeah. no balls.
0: <sighs> the thing that Blizzard does right, though. Is the game plays? The game plays well. Yeah, it does. It's smooth. It's polished. Yep. And they have the loot system figured out.
2: Yeah, they finally got Perfect. that right. Like you get tons of loot boxes now. Speaking of which, yeah, I gotta they, get this week's loot boxes. So. They know what they're
0: doing. They've, they're they're pros at this by
2: now. Yeah. Well, at first, Overwatch didn't have enough of a sense of progression. So like, it was like, if you really enjoy the game, you'll keep playing it. And I love the game, but it's like. I can't find myself getting sucked into Rainbow Six Siege and other stuff. So it's like. So you mean
0: it's like, exactly like Hearthstone?
2: Yeah, that's kind of a similar issue where like, there wasn't enough gameplay variety and there wasn't enough of a sense of rewards or progression. So like, it's like, well, yeah, I know that the number one incentive should be enjoying the game, but I'm I'm spoiled. I need need a little cake and eat it too action. And now they got that.
0: It's not even being spoiled, it's a matter of. You're you're using the one commodity that you have that is completely non non renewable. You're using your time. Yep. And you want to feel like you accomplished something in that time. Exactly. So just sitting down and playing a mindless game, yeah. Sometimes that's a good distraction. It's good to just kind of relax. But you want to feel like you accomplished something.
2: Yeah, and then you. So if you forgive me the skimpy devil's outfit for mercy. Now we're talking. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. That's that's completely it. So, other games on sale. Uh, We talked about Battlefield 1, Titans Fall 2 Deluxe for 75 bucks. That's 50% off. That's a really good deal. GTA 5 finally goes down to 30 bucks. Now it's almost worth it, in my book. Uh, I'm tempted, uh, I'll say. I'm I'm tempted.
0: Once that game's 20 bucks, I'm getting it.
2: Yeah, that's kind of how I feel. Like, I, like I don't want to give them any more of my money because I already did that last gen. But at twenty bucks, the fact that they have GTA Online and they seem, they seem like they're going to support it for at least another year, I'm like, okay, all right. Now you finally seem to got it, get it right. You know what? Five years later, good job.
0: The <laughs> online aspect is the only part of that game that interests me. Yeah, who cares the about the multiplayer you? aspect? I don't, I don't care about the story. I never played yeah. it. even as far back as the first GTA Three. I would just put in the cheat codes to unlock everything. Give me the guns. Let me go, Rampage.
2: That's like, I enjoy the campaign, but the online to me has always been the, the bread and butter. Hey, mama. Yeah. Oh, here's another one Mega Man Legacy Collection, which has Mega Man 1 through 6 plus uh, different competitive modes and neat features for under 10 bucks. They saw it for like $5. Definitely worth it. I,
0: I have so many of those games. I know. <laughs> It's, it's Mega Man 9 and 10 are the ones that I want.
2: Yeah, I was disappointed with this Legacy Collection. The GameCube Mega Man Collection, that I think is the Anniversary Collection, is actually more complete than this. That has Mega Man 1 through like 9 plus two of the X games, I think. Something it's crazy probably, like that.
0: It's probably 1 through 8 because 9 came out when they... Uh, was it 9 or was it 10? that they went back to the 8-bit style. I think it was nine.
2: I can't remember. I, but I know that, that they had a collection on Mega Man on the, the GameCube that was a lot more complete, and then it's like the Legacy Collection. It's like, yeah, you got some new features in there, but I don't know. It seems like a lot of money for, well, I'm being spoiled. But under ten bucks, you know, that'd be worth it. Speaking of Mega Man, might be number nine. I think that's, I saw that for eight bucks. It's dirt cheap. Not worth it. it's,
0: it's not worth it.
2: It's that bad, really? Even at eight bucks? It is that bad. Damn. I'm, I'm morbidly curious.
0: You know what you should spend your money on instead? Rainbow Six Siege. Twenty XX.
2: I have it already. Fantastic game.
0: Yeah. If you're thinking about buying Mighty Number no. Nine, buy Twenty XX instead.
2: Wait, I recommended that to you a while back. Did you get it off of my recommendation, or did you see someone else play it?
0: I. My buddy Joe. I recommended it to him. I don't remember. I don't. I, I don't. I don't remember you recommending it to me, but I remember running into it. Because someone was streaming it.
2: Hey, cause I think I remember the conversation. I I, I kind of said it, it's like Spelunky or Krypton and Necrodancer had a baby with Mega Man. Because you got those daily challenges and stuff you could do. Yeah. It's, it's really cool. Great game. Yeah. So for $30 or less, folks... We got Rise of the Tomb Raiders, Platoon, Overwatch, Elder Scrolls, uh, Skyrim Special Edition, Halo Wars, Mortal Kombat XL, Call of Duty, Black Ops 3, Gold, FIFA 17, WWE 2K17, Fallout 4, uh, Rainbow Six Siege, Bioshock Collection, Mafia 3, Doom, Gears of War 4, Titanfall cool. 2, lo- lots of stuff. Um, I also saw they had some headsets on sale like the Turtle Beach Air Force XO. Uh, for thirty nine ninety nine, that's $40 off. Target's doing the buy two, get one free. Um, there's lots of deals out there. I think it's a good holiday. Good holiday. Anything, anything else you want to mention before uh, you start signing off? I can't think of anything else really. I try, I, think I, I try to keep it pretty comprehensive. If you're big on the Xbox and Windows 10 uh, deals, uh, Head over to the Major Nelson blog, MajorNelson.com. He's got a whole official spreadsheet there of all the deals that are going through from now through the 28th or 29th. So, you know, if you need a little extra time to make the decision or get the money together, I feel you. Yeah. yeah you have time.
0: I'm I'm broke till uh, I'm broke till April.
2: So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Disney will do that to you. <laughs> oh my God. Uh, I won't
0: even. I, I, we'll talk about that later about how much that cost me.
2: Uh, I'm just going to say two words. I guess you should say three words. Just say it, tell me yes or no. Ready? Mm-hmm. Rainforest Cafe. No. <laughs> Did not go there. Stayed away I, from it. I like how you just... Or, I didn't even finish saying it. You already had your answer ready. No. <laughs> no. no, no, no.
0: I know what those places are. And I will not spend my money there. And it probably would have been a cheaper meal there than anywhere else that I went.
2: Yeah. That's how they get yeah, to, though. Well, uh, uh, the, the, the no, food yeah, this,
0: is, this is the one thing I'll talk about because it'll be an hour long conversation or me just bitching about this fucking mouse but here's the one thing <laughs> the one unforgivable sin of the entire vacation okay. there was no coffee maker in the hotel Oh, unforgivable
2: yeah I can't I need to have some kind of caffeine tea coffee something oh,
0: oh there was coffee you could buy it down in the food court
2: of the hotel. Oh boy! What, for like ten dollars, twelve dollars? It was six
0: bucks for two coffees. Yeah. So, but agree. we, me and my wife, me and my wife reused the cups through the course of the week, so we only bought coffee once, but uh, twice. But still, that is unforgivable.
2: See, that's why you get yourself one of those like electronic coffee presses, and then you just bring some like. Individual cert- coffee service or something, you'll go go ghetto on it, you know, maybe oh, put geez. like coffee in a jar.
0: <laughs> oh we, we we could have done the trip better, but the kids had fun. that's all that matters.
2: yeah, you'll be ready next time. But that's the thing, no matter how many times you do it, you, just, you always like go and you think you have everything with you, and then you remember, man, I forgot to bring this thing
0: it's It's funny though, because Disney is a lot like the casino. <laughs> no matter how much it costs you, you still leave thinking, you know what, next time we can do this better
2: <laughs> And they keep getting you, yep. 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 The house always yep. wins, man. The house of mouse. Not,
0: not me. I'm at uh I'm up at Mohegan. I'm ahead. Oh you still doing the poker thing, right?
2: Oh yeah.
0: yeah. I am nice. I'm ahead when it comes to uh my gambling money.
2: They haven't uh banned you yet? Casinos love doing no, that. The poker,
0: the poker room, they get their money from me regardless, win or lose. They take twenty bucks out of every pot over a hundred dollars. So
2: that's true. Yeah, they they
0: get their cut. They're smart. Yeah, I'm just getting my cut too. So this always found I, a,
2: I was supposed to find it funny, like in casinos, if you're winning too much and having too much fun, they ask you to leave. Like I, it's like isn't that the point? <laughs> Well, no, they'll,
0: they'll ply you with drinks. They'll give you free stuff to keep you there longer because on a long enough timeline, you lose.
2: Yeah, yeah. Unless they think you're, uh, unless you're counting cards or using math. How dare you use math? How dare you?
0: Unless you're in the poker room. If you're in the poker room, they will leave you alone because they're getting their money.
2: Yeah. I had a little stint where I, I was really into the poker. I used to tend to do a lot of the online stuff that made some pretty good money off of it. They're a little I bit, face-to-face, but...
0: The online stuff funded a lot of my stupid purchases through high school. <laughs> which is why it got shut down, because I was not of age to gamble at the time. Did
2: you ever do Paradise Poker? No, I was playing Full Tilt. Full Tilt was a big one, yeah. Everybody did that one. Yeah,
0: Full Tilt was the biggest one that got pinched.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yep, yep. Ah, good times. But folks, that's all the time we have to talk tonight. Actually, this show went longer than I thought it would. The Facebook is show. Sure. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no shortage of topics. And Obi's probably still in the food comb. I wanna probably get a text in the morning tomorrow. Like he's gonna be weird and be like seven AM, you up bro? Get out of time, me up at seven AM. Listen, I'm I'm not in the military anymore and unless I have a reason to be up that early, you're not gonna catch you're not I might be up at six or seven. I'm just not gonna answer you until like nine or ten when I get some caffeine in me.
0: God oh. I wish I could sleep till nine. <laughs>
2: I'm just saying, I'm dead sleep. to the world before then. I need caffeine in saying,
0: me. My kids are up at fucking 6.30 in the morning. I'm up. Ah,
2: Yeah. I remember those days. I mean, yeah. We still get them every now and then. Yeah. <laughs> you get yeah. through it, bro. You're strong. So where can people find you, man?
0: Beard and Hat. Sometimes I'm on Twitch. Sometimes I'm on Twitter. Um, I sometimes post things on YouTube. I'm, I'm around.
2: And that's beard underscore underscore
0: and, and underscore hat. On Twitch, YouTube, it's some long string of characters. If you search Beard and Hat, you'll find me. Nice. And Twitter, it's at Beard and Hat.
2: Cool, and I'm YogiZilla everywhere, including Xbox Live, Steam, Twitter, all that good stuff. Of course, you could, uh, reach their net, the network and, uh, whole community at, at Geeky Antics on Twitter. We got the Facebook groups, just look up Geeky Antics, uh, GeekyAntics.net. Make sure you check out our blog for our latest Rainbow Six Siege coverage and some other goodies. Uh, we got forums, we got private messaging, we got cool offers, you know. Sometimes we have to shill, we have to be a shill for things, to, to pay the bills, cause you know. Gotta make a living what we do. get can't just do it for free. We'll be broke. You know, that's not cool. It's only cool if you live with your parents. You know, no, no rent. That's only cool for a little while, yo. <laughs> but folks... About? That's cool forever. Yeah, I know, alright? If you could go back and do everything differently. Free laundry, free food. Damn. I went wrong somewhere. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> folks, we will catch you, uh... Yeah, next Thursday. I think we're gonna do a Retro Friday tomorrow, depending on how things go, because I got family visiting... Uh, We might have some other people doing retro Friday streams on days that are not Friday. I know, mind blown, right? And hopefully I will eat, you know, my rolls and biscuits and they will actually be in my mouth and not in my brain. Just imaginary biscuits. That's kind of weird. I'm still kind of freaked out about that. Might be getting old timers.
0: (laughs) Probably. (sighs) Alright, folks. (laughs) Let's get out of here. We've kept you guys
2: long enough. Yep, yep. Alright, bro. Have a good night, and we'll see you guys soon.
1: Peace. Good night. (laughs) Music